Uh, remember, no show tomorrow. Is there a delay? Is there a delay? Is there is there a delay? Hello, one two test one two. Let me get my phone out. I'll I'll, I'll check on my damn phone. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Not sure. Go away, please go away, man. Uh, there's not a delay. Well, then why you say delay, Alex? You big dumb jerk. Uh oh. I don't have uh sound. Is there sound coming through this bitch? Oh, sound. Is there sound coming through? Okay. Hey, what's up, Harry? Thank you for the lurk, buddy. All right, good. Everything's fine. We're gonna try the top bar today. See how that works. I've got a, a somewhat of a plan of how to do this. I I don't know if it's gonna actually work or not. Uh, my guess is not. <laughs> but we're gonna try. Uh, to make this thing work, I've got a somewhat of an idea of how to do that like this. Bam. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. We'll you'll just have to, to bear with me uh, while we, we try to make this thing work. Other than that, hey, we got a busy, busy show. We got Super Wildcard Weekend to discuss. We did not get to some stories that I wanted to get to yesterday, including this whole FTX fallout and some of the athletes and other people that are involved with it. We can discuss a little bit about that. Plus, you know, we don't talk a lot of college basketball in this show. And, and yesterday, in fact, um, I'm doing a new segment weekly on the press box. Hold on. <laughs> not the press box that you Houstonians are thinking about. Oh, no, nay, I say. My boys Sasha and Felix out in Wichita, uh, they have a show called The Press Box. It airs from 4 to 6. Drive time, baby, out in Wichita, and I do a weekly segment with them now on Wednesdays at about 5.25. And they asked me, uh, they asked, hey, um, do you guys, are y'all big college basketball fans down in Houston with U of H being number one and all? And I was like, you would think so, but it's really not that big of a deal. But uh, today, right here on this very show, we're going to talk some college basketball, though not like you might think. A little bit different, but we're still going to discuss some college basketball, specifically Kentucky and they're soft, little soft ass hoes. Uh, I do have the Laminator 5000 raring and ready to go for your Super Wild Card weekend, so we'll get to those predictions and my predictions. Um, we'll talk a little bit NFL Coach of the Year. We never got to our film session yesterday, and 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 Kelly Eco didn't join us yesterday. Going to join us today. Uh, I better make sure that he's got the correct invite. I'm gonna send it one more time. I think that would be probably a good. Uh, good idea. Yeah, don't you think? Here, hold on. Where's the damn call-in thing? I haven't done this in so long. I don't even remember really how to do it. And I don't even have his uh, interview thing up anymore. Oh, that sucks. He's going he's gonna to hate that. Uh, he's going to be like, what happened to my little basketball and everything? I'm like, well, well, you ain't here no more, homie. Uh, that's how it goes, I guess, in these mean streets. All right, let me... Uh, Damn it. See, this is why you need a producer. Because I could be like, hey, producer Frank, just email Kelly Eco a link to the call manager so he can log in uh, just in case he doesn't have it. Well, I can't do that. So I don't even know. What is his email? Eco? There we go. Link for today. How was y'all tonight? Did anybody watch any sports or anything? I did not. Um, I didn't watch any sports. When I got done with this show, 
Uh, I did that show in Wichita, and then Nora and I made dinner and hung out and didn't do a whole lot of that. So it was kind of cool. Um, where did it, where's Kelly Eco at? There you go. Link in case you need it. So he's going to be here for Kelly Eco of The Athletic. All right, let's get to the chat. The shout out to the chat. Uh, one and all. Yep. Kugel love the hat. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Katie. I appreciate that. Um, as you can imagine, I'm wearing the hat because I still, I still have not cut my hair. That is, that is the schedule that I'm living in right now. No, no time for a hair. So you can imagine that I haven't showered in days. It's been like three days, two days, three days. It's been a minute. All right, let's get to the chat. If you're unfamiliar with the chat, that is the shout out to the chat. That is where we say hello to the people that count the most. And that is you, the people that watch this show. I see Chris Reyes was first. Mr. 1%, how are you? Uh, FJ's in the building. He got here second. That's dope. What's up, pimp? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. You and Chris were hanging out early before Nightbot's raggedy ass showed up. I see Alex Villanueva, uh, Villanueva was early. John Dory said, what's up, deckheads? He always says, zup. Z-U-P, Zup, Sup, Sup Dog, what's up, dog? What's up with you, dog? Uh, Air J. Bryan is here. What's up, man? Good to see you. My sweet, sweet Donna is in the building. Hello, Donna. Uh, she said, roast jokes one, two, and three on Discord are hilarious. Oh, did somebody post them on the Discord? Nice. Oh, that's right. It, it automatically did it. Yeah, those were the three finalists. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but I'm glad you saw it, Don, and I'm glad you reminded me because I was going to forget. Like a dumbass. What's up, Cisco? Good to see you. He said hi from high all the way out in high Texas. Uh, who else is here? Boys, a lot of Cisco, Chris, Donna, FJ, early on. Let's see here. Um, was I on the wrong page? I think so. Um, here we go. Tiger Stripe, what's up? He said, hi, deckheads. Uh, I had 150 views on Monday night, but I averaged 1.2 during the championship game. Hey, that's all right. That's a good start, buddy. You know, you got to get to three to get monetized, so that's not bad at all. What's up, McLovin? Good to see you, buddy. He said, what up, Barry? Hey, by the way, I am terrible with celebrity names, but I went back, looked up who John Witherspoon is, and instantly was like, holy shit, Barry worked with the dad from Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. What's up, Keith Sager? My lawn talk, buddy. We hadn't done that in forever, man. Ask me a lawn talk question. Jen, hello, Jen. Great meeting. Thank you, uh, sweetie, for that. CC! What's up, girl? Oh, good. I'm at the gym and thought it was me. Okay. Uh, what's up, Hugh Dad? Barry stream is intermittent. Got to get that looked at. I do. Yeah, I got to go to the doctor for that. Uh, I need to go to the stream doctor, which is what? Harris Heller? Isn't that his name? Uh, what's up, Flip? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, you dab, I got Uriel. What's up? The Villain Nueva Boys in the building. Joe Hernandez. What's up, man? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, who else? The other in my... Uh, <laughs> Cisco said the other people in my office have now witnessed sitting on the corner doing dope. Oh, nice. What'd they think of it, Cisco? Did they like it? Did they like it? Huh? Did they like it? Y'all check Discord. We're getting a collection uh, for the Megas. Oh, nice. Nice. I love it. Uh, all right. Who else is here? Who else is here? Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Uh, Joel, I got. Chris, I got. Uriel, I got. Perry, what's up, pimp? Good to see you. Thank you for lurking. Amos, what's up? I thought you broke Twitch again. Nope, not me. Uh, Jeff Bell, how are you, my friend? Hello. Mark G, what's up, dude? Good to see you. One deep. Terrence is here. Hey, Katie, Aeolos Gaming is here. I got it right, too. Uh, Hugh Dab got here. Uh, Jesus, what's up, man? Here for you to hate to the building. Nick. And see, I'm not hearing the damn browser, though. 
Uh, Nick is here. Uh, Homo's Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Appreciate that. Shock. Yeah, pretty much. You know. Bro, look at look at how bad this hair looks now. We're doing a, a daily hair. Look at the gray. Look at the gray. That's not good. It's real bad. So I'm going to cut it right after this show, which also means I might end the show like 10 minutes early. So what's up, Christopher Mina? Good to see you as well. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. All right. Uh, let's start this show with... Hey, by the way, Catfish, thank you for the resub. Catfish has been subscribed for five months. I almost said nine. I was looking at something else. Thank you, buddy. Uh, by the way, yesterday we got raided by uh, Book It Sports, which was dope. And... Um, I realized that I was calling him Shelly God. And I realized that that was, I think he's just like a Chris Chelios fan. And it's probably Chelly God, not Shelly God. So if they ever show up again, I got to, I got to tell Chelly God, my bad, bro. I, I'm an idiot is what it is. So uh, that's, that's all me, fam. I got to be a better reader. I'm not a good reader. Okay. Let's be real. All right. Let's get to some sports headlines and then we'll do some more house cleaning for Barry on deck, but we got to kick it off with some sports. So let's go. All right. Here's sports headlines for the day. I frantically, frantically put these together because I almost forgot. How could I leave you without your sports headlines for the day? Here they are. Los Angeles Dodgers have released Tyler Bauer, a.k.a. Trevor Bauer, Bauer a.k.a. Tyler Bauer, uh, a.k.a. Bauer Hour, the Bauer Power, the Power Bauer. Okay. He's gone. He gone! Um, no, no idea where he's going to land. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who's willing to fade some of the controversy. I saw him talk about it in that he said, look, we sat down and they, they acted like they wanted me to be here. And now all of a sudden I find out they're releasing me. So uh, we'll see. It's a pretty tough pill to swallow. It's a pretty tough deal to fade, I think, for, for a ball club. However, however, uh, the Astros did this with Osuna when they went out and made the trade for him. So I'm sure some, some club out there is going to feed their fan base a line of BS where they we, we've done our due diligence and we believe that this is the thing. And we're going to be okay. And it's, you know, it's still a risk. It is absolutely still a risk. But just so you know, I got I got a question for you. Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll, Astros fans. Actually, you know what? Any baseball fan. I almost did raid. We don't want to raid. We want to do a poll. Um, new poll. Would you want Trevor Bauer on your team? We can say Astros, whatever, if you're a Rangers fan, uh, whatever. I know we got uh, Reds fans and 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 uh, Philly fans with shock. Uh, by the way, that was such a fun moment for me to be able to watch the World Series with my buddy and us be on opposing teams. Pretty dope. All right, so there you go. Would you want uh, Trevor Tyler Bauer on your squad? Love. We love criminals. What? That is true, That is true, Alex. They did. They said, you're done. Double fucks. Um, man, every time I watch her videos, it's just, it's craziness. Nah, he talked way too much shit. Okay. Uh, PRB to the Cowboys. They love criminals. We love criminals. Oh, 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 uh, prob oh, probably the Cowboys. Okay. I got it now. 
Uh, Hugh Dab's doing a sock check. No, I'm not doing a sock check, Hugh Dab. I don't actually. I don't have socks on today. I'm going. I went sans. I went. Uh, I went sans socks because I was in a hurry, so I just got dressed and yeah, I didn't throw on. Uh, I didn't throw on any socks. So do that. I got your shoe check, though. I'll get that uh, just a second. Uriel Villanueva. All right, so the poll is up. Answer the poll. It's down there if you're watching on your phone. See, look, this is how you know if there's a, a poll. Uh, it just shows up right there. That, you see that right there? Big dumb dummies right there. So you can go vote if you want to vote. All right. Uh, Ravens uh, Huntley is back to throwing. Lamar Jackson is still out. I wanted to see something. I need to get an update on this article. Um, they're... N- I went and looked at Bovada, and I thought, oh, maybe that's the reason. I was trying to pull um, updated odds for um, for all the games this weekend, and um, there were some games that were off the board. It was uh, the Ravens and Bengals was one of the games off the board, and I said, I, I wonder if it's because they still don't know what's going to happen with Lamar Jackson, and they're waiting to see. Um, maybe they're just not taking action on it. I don't know. I mean, they were taking action on the Miami game. So, um, but yeah, uh, Tyler Huntley has resumed throwing. So that's a good sign because I think we talked about it yesterday. Whoever their third string is, what is their, uh, well, let me see the depth chart here. Uh, oh, damn it. No, come, come get over here. Uh, depth chart. It is uh, Anthony Brown. That's the kid's name. So Anthony Brown was scheduled to go, but if Tyler Huntley can get it together in time for the weekend, um, they'll feel a little better, but he's still questionable. Lamar, even if Lamar plays at this point, Thursday practice, if you don't get a practice in today, it's not good news. Um, so if you are, if you are a, a Ravens fan shock, duh, I'm sorry, this is bad news. Um, Derek Carr has, uh, thanked the Raider nation. He sent a big, long letter to fans on his way out the door. He is done. You're done in Vegas. Uh, He's out the door. So we'll see. Uh, Barry rocking white toenails. No, 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 no. Is there a Manny Petty check? No, we're not. No. Hey, Barry, what do you think about the AFC Championship game? If it's Bill's Chiefs going to be in Atlanta? Yeah, we'll discuss. Uh, We'll discuss when we get to the very end. See, way down there, NFL playoffs. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, But, yeah, that's... uh, I think that's an interesting scenario or scenario, depending on how snobby you are. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, so, yeah, Carr thanks the Raider fan, says goodbye. So Carr's out. Um, a good poll would be where you think he lands next. Do you think he goes to an almost contender? Do you think Seattle says, come on up? Or are they happy with Geno Smith? I mean, New York. We saw there was a headline, I think, on uh, ESPN. And they said, hey, the Jets owner said, I'll spend the money if we have a legitimate upgrade at quarterback. Well, their car is a legitimate upgrade at quarterback over Zach Wilson. So if you're New York, it might behoove you to take a look. There's some other teams. Carolina, if you think, you know, your defense is good enough, um, you know, I that's worth a shot. Maybe the Colts. Some of the names that we talked about, obviously, that could be leapfrogging the Texans. Or maybe you want to build through the draft. I don't know. Maybe the Texans go after. God, I would love the meltdown in this city if they did that. Oh, my God, that'd be the best. Titan Hugo said Tennessee. I could see him going there. I absolutely could see that. He'd be a significant upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. So why not, right? Anywhere he goes, I still think he's going to be good. He's not great. 
you know, but he's he's good. He's solid. I think he's just gotten a, a bad rap, and maybe it was just time for a change of scenery. Uh, LeBron James is still the all-star uh, game vote leader. He's going to be in again 19th time, so he's nearing Kareem's mark. Um, only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been to an all-star game 19 times. How many has LeBron done? Let me see real quick. Hold on. It's said in the article, and I already forgot, because, you know, of course my memory is shit. Uh, let's see. James and Kobe Bryant are 18 times selections. James entered Thursday with a 423 point, uh, 23 points from passing Abdul Jabbar. Okay. Yeah. So, yep. So he's got 18. So if he makes the all-star game, which he will, even if he gets hurt, he's going to make it. What's up, Papa Bane? Good to see you, Pip. He said, I want Bauer back on the Reds. Take him, bro. Take him. Take him. You could have him. I don't know if he's going to help the Reds enough, but uh, you could certainly have him. I don't. I know as an Astros fan, I don't want that headache. I, uh, they're they're fine. That clubhouse is fine. I don't. I don't need that bad juju. I don't think he'd ever come to the Astros as much as he hates this team. Wouldn't it be hilarious if he ends up somewhere like oh I don't know Minnesota because they're the only ones that would have him, and now he's fr- he's teammates with Carlos Correa, who those two oh. Wow, that would be so brilliant. I would love it. Uh, all right, so there are your sports headlines for the day. All right, get that out of the way. So I don't really know. I don't have like a transition for these, so I can't just like gray it out until we get to the next topic. Maybe I've got to maybe I gotta work on that next. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't have enough slots to make that happen, so uh, I don't know. Uh, all right, let me catch up with the chat and see what you guys are saying. Oh, I owe you a shoe check. My bad. So I'm rocking, I'm rocking my uh, Muhammad Ali all black because I'm still fat, so I wear black a lot. Uh, and this this obviously was a last second edition, but because I'm matching the shirt, bam! I went with the black and red uh, Air Max 90s. I love the 90s, as you guys know. What I really like about this one is the the diamond on the toe. They've got like a pattern uh, that's pretty dope on the toe. So uh, that's what that's what I, I wanted some black and reds, but then I also loved the little pattern that they had there. So, yeah, so those are the 90s, <clears throat> my Air Max 90s that I'm rocking for the day. Oh! Tough to get back on, <sighs> getting fat. It's tough to put my shoes on. That's how fat I am. I can't even bend over and put my shoes on. I was taking putting Christmas stuff up in the attic. It's up the stairs. I was I told Nora, I was like, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to die. I did two flights of stairs and I felt like exhausted. I did. I felt like I was going to pass out two flights of stairs. Now, granted, I was carrying stuff up there, but still I shouldn't be that exhausted. Hugh Dab said auto auto mod is weak as fuck. Um, I guess it's so it's held. I mean, I can allow it. Um, but I just, I didn't see it. Uh, I don't know. I think Bauer would beat up Carlos Bauer as white boy crazy. Mm. What's up, Jim? Good to see you, buddy. I don't know. Uh, I don't, in a fight? Who you got, chat? In a fight between Carlos Correa and uh, Trevor Bauer? I'm going Correa. I'm going Correa. Now, I don't know about Correa's upbringing. Was he, was he, um, was he well off in Puerto Rico when he came up? Or was his family, in, you know, um, in good standing? And or did he like grow up on the mean streets of Puerto Rico? Right? Like, I don't think Trevor Bauer grew up on the mean streets of anything. 
You're, uh, doesn't I, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he grew up in a trailer park and he'll fight a bear. I don't know. I just I think in a fight. I think Correa's got that. Uh, he's got that dog in him. And look, yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. Bauer is white boy crazy, but that's a whole different kind of thing, right? And I don't think he has that dog in him. Daniela will beat Trevor's ass, probably. Uh, what's up, Aaron Rabel? Good to see you, buddy. Correa does that MMA podcast with Lance McCullers. Oh, see, he is into MMA. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he can fight, but it does mean he understands it a little bit better. That's a good point, too, Aaron. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, Chris Reyes has taken Carlos in the fight. I, I got you, man. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, at least they had one for a couple years. Yep. He ain't Latin Latin. Is That's what Hugh Dab said. Are you Latin, Hugh Dab, or are you just out here just speaking out of turn? Uh, Alex Villanueva said, kick Correa in the ankle, and you're done. No, 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 not necessarily. That's not been a problem for him. I mean, you kick anybody in the ankle the right way. You step on it, and they're done. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Cisco, I got McLevin up next is Barry. Never mind, he can't make it out of his uh, out of breath in the green room. Shut up! It is true though. I can't. I like. I can't get to the stage in a hurry. I'm so out of shape. I did go run day before yesterday though. I ran two miles. I ran a mile and a half and walked a mile. Okay, or a half mile. It's whatever though. Okay, it's whatever. Correa by points, unanimous decision. There you go. Uh, what's up, Dre? Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, his name is Trevor. Of course, he didn't come from the mean streets of someplace. Well, that's a that's a. Has there ever been a tough Trevor? Has there ever been a Trevor that you were scared to fight? Like, oh God, I don't want to fight Trevor. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Bauer. Trevor. Trevor, I don't, uh, has there ever been a tough Trevor? Has there ever been like a, I'm sure there's a Trevor in the UFC. I can't say I've ever come across a tough Trevor. Let's Google the name Trevor real quick. Let's see here. Uh, Do, do I need a mic? Yeah, that would be great. If we could hear you. <laughs> Kelly Eco just asked me, did he need a mic? Nah, bro. Just we'll do the whole fucking we'll do the whole interview using sign language. <laughs> I love Kelly Eco. Uh, he's hilarious. Let's see. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, Ralph Barbosa is going to be on uh, Jimmy Fallon tonight. What the hell happened? What was I going to do? Oh, I was going to Google. Uh, are there any mean Trevors? Let's see. Trevor. I'm just Googling the word Trevor. Uh, Trevor Noah. That's uh, not very tough. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what other Trevors come up? A lot of Trevor Bauer. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Trevor Bauer. That's it. If you if you Google Trevor, um, that's a, let's see. Do I, should I Google famous Trevors? Famous people named Trevor, yeah. Let's see. Let's see how that works. Let's see. Let me uh, let me move this over here. Famous people named Trevor. Trevor Ariza. Oh, now he was a G. Trevor Ariza was a G for sure. You didn't want to fight Trevor Ariza. Oh, here's the Trevor Wiki. Oh, nice. Uh, can you guys see that? Yeah, I guess you can see that. There you go. 
Trevor Ariza, Bailey, Trevor Bauer, Trevor Bain. Okay. And NASCAR drivers aren't that tough. Uh, oh, there's a boxer, Trevor Burbick. Nope. No idea. Uh, Trevor Chappell, an Australian cricket player. No. I don't. D- Trevor Dawson is an arms manufacturer. Um, if, uh, yeah, but. Bleh. I don't know. Did it, did anybody come up with one in the chat? Did it, Trevor Noah, super tough. Okay. Trevor Berwick, former heavyweight champ. Oh, well done, Titan Hugo. Oh, well done, Nick Gamboa. You beat me to it. Yep. Uh, I choose Correa pending a physical. That's not That's not okay. Oh, Evil Death fired off Trevor Ariza first. Well done. Well done indeed. Uh, Mexican vanilla. Oh, okay. Um... Gray would have knocked Joe Kelly's face if he had the chance. But I do agree with you on that. I think he would have fought Joe Kelly. Mark said, I hate the argument that someone can't fight because they didn't grow up in the streets. That shit is stupid today. A lot of rich kids growing up doing MMA, wrestling, or whatever. Well, let's just pack up our shit. Come on. Let's go. Let's, let's end of the show. Mark's out here getting all dead ass serious on us. Mark's Mark's out here just like, right? Just because someone grew up with a trust fund in a big house and had a butler, uh, drove a Porsche when they were sixteen, that doesn't mean they don't know how to fight. This is a stupid argument. Shut yeah yeah. There goes Mark. Shut it down. Fucking Mark, major dad vibes today. That's a dad. I don't like that. I hate this. Shut it down. Uh, all right. Uh, would you expect someone with the name Sage to be a good fighter? And he wasn't. Sage Northcutt got his ass whooped. In, in, I, I, I know Sage. In fact, uh, I wish I could find the picture of me interviewing him when he was an amateur. Yeah, Sage wasn't a good fighter once he got up there. He was big and bulky, and he's fast and knows karate, but he wasn't a good fighter, so you should have picked a different one. Um, I think that was code for I don't have a mic, Barry. No, because he said he had one. Uh, Ariza would probably stab you in the court. I, I do agree with that. Trevor Prangley? No idea. Trevor Volkoff? Uh, Bauer Group in the north side. Uh, north Hollywood, yeah. Richie Rich? Yeah, Mark is Mark. Mark, did you grow up rich? Were you um, were you a spoiled rich kid, Mark? Is that why you got mad? Q-Dab said he'd fight Sage Steele. She'd win, bro. She'd she'd a hundred percent win. Have you seen her? She's in better shape than anyone in this chat. Uh, but it's not possible to use a mic with an iPad, right? Bro, I'm in the middle of a show, Kelly. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, we can try it. If it doesn't, doesn't work. We can try again next week. Okay. That's why I need a producer, which kind of, sort of in a roundabout long way. We might actually be getting one. I know. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it too much. I'm going to my Facebook. Here, I'll let y'all see my Facebook. I don't give a shit. This is my Facebook. You can you can see my personal Facebook. 
Oh, there's a, there's a memory on Facebook. Um, when I did the come and take a comedy festival eight years ago. Wow. Eight, eight long, long years ago. Let's see. Uh, where are my photos from the, the MMAs? Let's see. Go to my profile pic. Uh, here we go. Photos, your photos. It's going to be way, way, way back here. I wonder if I have albums. Uh, I wonder if it was in one of my MMA albums. Dry bar. Uh, ooh, that chicken fried uh, bacon wrapped sausage was the bomb. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. MMA announcing. Oh, look at that. Guess who knows? Guess who knows Sage? Yep. Like I said, he was a he was a good amateur fighter. Um, the nicest guy in the world. I mean, the absolute and su- sweetheart of a of a of a guy. Just a little. I think it was just a little too young and a little too overmatched to be in the UFC that soon. That's just. That's just one man's opinion. And this is his sister, Colby Northcutt, if you didn't know. She was also a badass. Uh, so she fought as well. I wonder who else I have in here. Um, uh-huh, all right. Okay, that was a smoker. Uh, who else? There's Reagan McDaniel. Um, that's, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, this was me uh, acting a fool while doing the ring announcing or the, the pre, pre-fight. There you go. Uh, there, there's my, there's my, there's my Michael Buffer, Bruce Buffer. Yeah, that was back when I was slim too. That was back when I was in shape. Well, fuck, that was 2014. That was almost a decade ago. I wasn't even 38 yet. I was the what 30? No, I was 40. Yeah, I was 40. I just, I had just turned 40. Whew, boy, to be in shape like that again. Uh, uh, uh. I would love that. All right. Uh, let's see. Don't mess with Carlton from Bel Air. Uh, Mark said, did I grow up rich? No, but not poor. Okay. That's not bad. Uh, this is fun. Thanks, producer Barry. Shut up, Alex. Hate your stupid, dumb face. Catfish said, Mark, you're not all about jokes, I guess. Uh, Hugh Dab said, damn, I deck on Barry right meow. All right. Uh, Jesus bear, you clean up. Well, no. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I'm fat. Um, you hear about Diego Sanchez versus Austin trout in a bare knuckles fight next month. Like either of them need more brain damage. That is true. Titan Hugo, that bare knuckles fighting Mike Jackson, uh, UFC fighter here from Houston, my boy, uh, Mike, the truth. Uh, he did that real early on. And then Johnny Bedford kind of became a big name for them. And um, was a big proponent, former UFC fighter, guy out of Dallas that uh, used to write for the cage door when I had it. So, yeah. I know he didn't write for him. I'm sorry. His his buddy did. Uh, But, yeah, Johnny Bedford used to write Fight for Bare Knuckles. It's an interesting promotion. It's an interesting promotion. Best sub of 2023. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's get to this thing that I have for you uh, in regards to weak sauce. That should be like a weekly or a daily segment. Oh, you know what? Real quick, let me do some uh, some house cleaning here. It is a Thursday, uh, which means it is a a thankful Thursday. Oh, what did Jen, what did Jen say? Oh, okay, Monday. Got it. Thank you, Jen. Um, it is a thankful Thursday, and so I need to say thank you to everybody that sent in. Um, I don't even know what this is other than just a, a show of love and support for the show. Is this uh, 
I don't know what to call this, but I, I again, one more time, I want to say thank you to Hugh, uh, who is uh, fatso, Steve-o, uh, angry, aggressive, fatso, Steve-o. <laughs> He's changed his name a bunch, but he sent in $100 yesterday, and he said, happy hump day, happy new year, fuck Pauly G, and fuck Cal. Uh, and I think it bears re- reading one more time just for his generosity. But this morning, my sweet, sweet Donna, she is almost always first on Thursday. She sent in a $10 happy thankful Thursday. Thank you, Donna. You're the best. I love you, sweetie. Sylvia, my sweet Sylvia. What's up, girl? She sent in a $5 happy thankful Thursday. Thank you for that, Sylvia. PB Dubs with the $6, $5. Thankful Thursday for inflation, he says. Uh, great week of shows. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. It was. Uh, it felt like a grind, but I'm glad you guys uh, enjoy it for sure. Jen, unnecessary, uh, sending a $5 Thankful Thursday, and she works here. I don't understand that. Keith Sager, he's sending two hearts and two homes. Have a great week. I love you, buddy. Uh, I hope you are not as GTSS as you were. How about that? So thank you uh, as well for your kindness and generosity. All of you, thank you for your kindness and generosity i'm sorry i'm looking at my phone here i'm making sure oh you see i knew it i knew it uh alex villanueva on the paypals sent in a ten dollar thankful thursday he said here's to a great week of content and then they cut it off i don't know what the rest says oh let me go to details there you go here's to a great week of content have a great weekend shot 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 oh i put up the alcohol it's I wish I had some fireball. I don't want to do Jameson. It burns too much. No like it. Uh, Jen sending in money is called reinvesting in the empire. Oh, nice. I like that. I like the way you put that. But yeah, seriously, thank you guys one and all for the thankful Thursdays, the hype trains, the subs, all of it, man. It all matters. It all helps. And it all keeps the show going and on the air because... As much as I love doing this, you can't do it for free. And if you enjoy the show, it's a great way to support, as is joining the Patreon. Um, if you haven't done that, you can do that as well and get ready. Cause this year is going to be bananas for Patreon members. It's going to be a lot of fun and cool shit. In fact, Jen and I spent a good amount of time this morning talking about, Hey, what are we going to do for super bowl? And what are we going to do specifically for super bowl for our Patreon members? So that's in the works. You don't want to miss that. So go join patreon.com forward slash burial on deck. It's a great way to support myself as an independent uh media entertainer artist thing guy i don't know what i don't know what i am uh joel thank you for that buddy but yeah go uh go do that and then you get stuff like you get early access to you know some of the shows and you get the private hour when we remember to do it or or get to do it and um so all that any birthday shout outs for this weekend or today especially to rachel and holly from espn 97.5 no they're not patreon members uh, we only do birthday shout outs for Patreon members. Oh, and guess what? Jenny is mom going to start mailing out birthday cards. <laughs> How cool is that? But you got to be on Patreon. You got to be on Patreon. And the more that Chris Reyes does his own hashtag free Reyes, the less likely I am to bring him back. I'm just saying. You know what? Here's the funny thing. This is the God's honest truth, Reyes. And I love you. And you know that Jen can validate this. Jen, are you still here? Jen, are you, are you, she's probably working, uh, listening. Um, uh, Nick said, oh, I like the Patreon only sound of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll probably do like a pregame on Super Bowl or I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Jen, uh, Jen can validate this. Hey, what's up, Wallace? Good to see you, buddy. 
As part of our justice for Reyes, nice, CC. As part of our uh, new year, new me type thing where we were going to talk about, what are we going to do? One of the things that I suggested to Jen, I shit you not, Jen validate. I said, maybe, maybe I lift the ban on uh, Reyes in 2023. Maybe I bring him back. I think he's learned his lesson. I think, you know, the, the punishment fit the crime. I, I don't think he'll threaten violence on any, any other members. He's been with us, even though he, you know, we got kicked out of Patreon. He, he's still rocking with us. He's still down. I still love him. He still loves the show. Why not? Maybe I should bring Reyes back. Isn't that, is that a, Jen, validate if that is not a conversation you and I actually had. She can tell you yes or no in the chat. But here's the thing. If you're the one that's bringing it up, if you're the one that's championing it, that you guys know me by now. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna, no, that's not, oh, kiss my ass, Reyes. Reyes said, this was the first time. Bullshit. You're a liar. My buddy, my buddy, Riss Sayez just joined the, Reyes. <laughs> just joined the Patreon. Why is this? Chris Reyes suggested a poll, hashtag free Reyes. That's not a poll. That's not a poll. You just wanted the shark to say that, asshole. What is Reyes doing to be better? Oh, that's a good question, Shock. Yeah, Reyes, tell me what are you doing to be better? Answer, answer the court. That's why I have Shock representing me here. Answer the court. That's what we should do. Oh, I think that would be a good idea. We should do some sort of uh, tribunal where we have people who uh, um, lobby for Reyes to come back and people that lobby against Reyes coming back. Boy, that would be a fun, that would be a fun little thing to do. Put him on probation. Yeah, oh, well, he'll definitely be on probation for sure. Um, I like shock though. You'd have said vote yes. No, there's no poll because he didn't give me uh, options. It sh- was It, it, it should have been uh, suggest a poll. Should we let Reyes back or not? But he didn't suggest that, so there you go. He has, has he paid restitution? No, PP Dubs, he has not. Crystal, you're not first. Uh, Shock said Reyes needs to present a value prop. Oh, I'm with that. Oh, oh, hell yeah. McLevin said, what do you do? He threatened to fight somebody on the Discord. He said, I'll beat your ass or, you know, meet me somewhere. But not like the good, like uh, the old uh, Australian dude who used to do, uh, meet me somewhere. When there was a night, like he tried to fight uh, white magic. And we just can't have that. I just, uh, you know, I'm not a big safe space guy, but. One thing about our Discord, it's a private Discord. You can only join on Patreon, and it's a lot of fun, and a really cool shit happens, and it's a great place to hang out. But I want people to be comfortable there. That's part of the the the, the appeal of it. So you can't just be threatening to fight people. So, uh, yeah, it was the pulling. No, uh, no, White Magic's the one that said he'd pull cards. Yeah, and he got he got banned too. White Magic threatened to fight somebody. So yeah. Look, that's just the thing. That's just the rules. Uh, but it deserves a second chance. Is White Magic even alive still? I have no idea. Uh, 
Uh, McLevin said that's not cool, but it deserves a second chance. And that's why I said I'm going to bring him. I'm, I'm seriously considering bringing him back in 2023 or letting him come back. Alex said Barry is a MySpace guy. I don't know what that means, Alex. Um, you strike me as a friendster guy, so go have sex with yourself. Reyes says I got banned the second time. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the second one, too, for saying uh, liberties we give up today or liberties our children will never know. That is not that is not why you got banned, Reyes. Don't come in here spewing that bullshit. Wait a damn minute. He's banned for white magic. Let him back. <laughs> no. Uh, Hugh Dab said, I cry when I fight. Do you really? Are you one of those dudes that, like, rages so much you can't control it? I fought a dude like that once. He was just like, there was this kid in uh, elementary school. His name was TJ, TJ Jones. I wonder if he's still on Facebook. I think we looked this dude up before. But he would hulk out. He would just lose his shit. He had like anger management. I think he might have been like bipolar. But TJ Jones, big fat redheaded dude. And he would freak the hell out. Um, Okay, Noom, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. Yeah, TJ Jones would be like, I don't want peanut butter! Then he would just start throwing shit and slamming things and flinging tote trays out of the tote tray cabinet, flipping desks and shit. And he was like, fucking seven. We're all like, what? He was like, fat, but he was strong. That's I think that's where the phrase came from. And if you have to ask what phrase, don't worry about it. I want to find him, though. I want to, I want to find... T.J. Jones. Oh, that's Missouri. Oh, T.J. Jones. How do you find someone from Houston? Uh, you'll know him when you see a big, fat redhead. Oh, I mean, he was. I don't know. Maybe he's not anymore. No, there's not a Fight Club channel, FJ. Okay, guys, we're way off track. Come on, get it together. Chat, show, let's, let's come on. Let's reel it back into uh, discussions. I don't know what... We were talking about, uh, nonetheless, oh, I did the Thankful Thursdays. And, and then all hell broke loose. No, it's not Josh Ennis. Um, okay. In the, I'll tell you what. The next person that saved Reyes, five-minute timeout. Any more hashtags for Reyes, five-minute timeout or 10 minutes. I'm not, I'm not going to stand. There will not be an insurrection. There will not be a Jan 12 on this show. All right, don't come storming my capital, bitches. I won't have it. I know Weak Sauce was next. Yes, thank you, Truck Driver Pookie. It was a squirrel moment. All right, here's why I have the the label Weak Sauce um, on the screen. Because the University of Kentucky threw a fan out of a basketball game. Um, because he brought that sign that you see right there. And it was simply a sign. There was rumors going around that John Calipari, uh, was rumored to be going to Kentucky. Uh, John, uh, there you go. And, um, I, so, or not Kentucky, to go, going to Texas, excuse me. There was rumors that, well, maybe Calipari could be leaving and taking Chris Beard's place at University of Texas. Uh, Kentucky's bad right now. They don't look good. It's been a strug. 
And, um, you know, it's a sexy program. I mean, Kentucky's a college basketball elite for sure. It's a blue chip. It's a blue blood. But Texas is interested in Calipari. I'm sure they would pay him an absolute mint and a grip to get him there. And so because they've sucked so bad, fans are a little disgruntled. So literally... This man goes to a Kentucky home game with this sign that says, please go to Texas. And the usher goes and gets the sign and the man and kicks him out. Uh, it's as though the sign was disrespectful to Calipari. The message on the poster was not the reason the, f- the fan left. Uh, it was reports that fans sitting beside him complained about having their view blocked. It's a sign. How many times have we, it's very convenient that the University of Kentucky would be like, oh, yeah, it's because the sign is blocking people's views. Like, is this not, this is not the first sign to be brought to a, to a basketball game or a sporting event. Do better, Kentucky, you weak ass, soft ass organization i don't know what to call them that's bullshit oh the fans around him were complaining we don't care freedom of speech my ass that was a convenient excuse oh and then the fans are like well i didn't say anything i don't know what he's talking about because they didn't i guarantee you nobody i mean somebody might have said hey can you put the sign down he'd be like yeah maybe during the game but if we ain't on the game i'm holding up the sign what do you want to watch? So kind of chicken shit in that regard, if you if you ask me. And so I ask you this, chatty chat. Uh, what is that? I don't need this. Bitch, go away. I ask you this, chatty chat. Uh, shocks that it takes exactly one pissed off old person at Rupp Arena to turn it upside down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's an excuse. I don't buy that. I think that's a cop out. Uh, I've always wondered about the people sitting behind signs, but as long as you're not holding them up during the game, like while it's during the action, I don't think it matters. Um, but I, are you, are you, let me ask you this chat. Do you agree with teams being able to censor fans signs? Look, you can boo all you want, right? But we've seen it with the Astros. Uh, we've seen it here. There's been some other, excuse me, some other instances. Are you okay with it? In other words, like, hey, look, it's our arena. You know, we have the we have the right to ban signs as we want. Do you think it's okay? We're trying to foster a positive environment. Yeah, okay, but if I'm that dude and I paid that ticket, I have the right to hold that sign up, don't I? Not necessarily have the right, but you should have the right as a fan. I don't know. Uh, Hugh Dab said as long as it's G-rated. Yeah, no, that's the, I mean, you can't be like, hey, fuck Calipari, he's a dumb dick. Yeah, no, I get that. But I don't have a problem with it. Like, you should be able to. Just like anybody in this chat right now could post, this show sucks. And then, you know, you you have that right. You have that right to post in the chat. This show sucks. I I don't. I would never tell you you don't. 
but I would I would time out every single person that does it. I was waiting to see how many of you. I was trying to buy enough time for enough people to do it because I knew they would. I really, you guys disappoint me, chat. I'm super disappointed. Like, I really, really thought a lot of you were going to be like, this show sucks. This show sucks. And then I'm going to just time out the lot of you. But you disappointed me. No one bit. Hugh Dab got close. I think allow signs as long as it isn't hateful. But, but see, that's the thing, uh, McLevin. They might consider please go to Texas. Although he did say please. I mean, that's a lot of manners when you think about it. Most signs aren't going to include uh, the manners in there. They're going to be like, go to Texas, you bum. Could you imagine trying to do some shit like this in New York or Boston or Philly? They'd beat that usher up. He'd leave there with no clothes on. They'd tar and feather him. Uh, well, thank you, Perry. I appreciate you. Hey, what's up, Stephen Luther? Good to see you, my friend. Uh, I wouldn't even allow people to look me in the eye as an owner. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean's like, what are you looking at, peasant? I go buy some popcorn and stop staring at me. That's funny. How many people holding a sign in the arena they say MVP are asked to leave? Exactly. I guarantee you if you went back to this game, there were other people with signs. I promise you. Kiss my ass, truck driver, Pookie. This show's pretty good. What a great callback that has become. Uh, I just saw the little thing at the top, how cute. I really like them. Oh, thank you, Crystal. That's, uh, yeah, that's a new thing we're adding here. We're going to try to, we're going to try to use it as best we can. And we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to tell you where we're at. And I need a third one. So, like, when we're not on that topic, it's just gray. And then, you know, when we do a film session, then it would go yellow. But that's a lot of work. Like, I had to make each one of these individually. So, I had to make, look, I'll show you. Check this out. You guys don't give a shit, but this is how I'm doing it right now, which is not easy to do. Uh, hold on. Nope. Nope. Arr, she blows. So, this is my VMix console. This is what, this is what it looks like, what I use. Right. This is what I uh, <clears throat> this is what I'm currently working with here. And um, these are all my different slides and topics. And so you can see, like, if I have an interview, I got to go to that scene. So I bring it up and then I click on it and boom, there's the interview scene. Right. So but in order to do this thing at the top, I had to make all these slides with the different topics on them uh, so that each one had its own yellow. And it's a nightmare. And then what I have to do, just if you give a shit, which I know you don't, but then, so I have each of those made. Then what I have to do is come over here and uncheck or check each box every time we move on to the next topic. So when we started, it looked like this, all of them, all of them white across the top. And then when we move on to the first topic, I got to manually uncheck the box. And then, and then we moved on to weak sauce. I got to uncheck that box. So I got to, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, and I uh, I am the king. I am the king of overcomplicating shit, but I can think of no other way to do it. So that's where we're at. If you got a better idea in VMix on how to do it, let me know. I am all ears. Damn, Sterling's net worth is 4.1 bill. Really? 
Barry, this show is okay, I guess. Thank you. Thank you, McLovin. JSC Collections, what's up? Thank you for being here. Uh, first time chatter. Welcome, welcome in. Uh, are you a follower? If not, fam, please hit that follow button. Uh, but yeah, we... Uh, oh, I was like, did somebody... That was Reyes's poll. Okay, so let's get to... What's up next? It's 310. Don't forget, 4 o'clock, Kelly Eco of The Athletic going to join me talking NBA basketball and... Rockets basketball specifically because I want to know what's going on. I want the real deal and the real scoop yeah. uh, with what's going on uh, at the Rockets. What's this rebuild all about? House! It's our sub, baby! Thank you for the nine-month subscription, Reverend Lord Chris Householder Third. Uh, welcome in, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you for the resub, too. That's very kind of you. Very much appreciated, as you know. Uh, Sean says the matrix. Yeah, it looks that way. Right. When I, uh, when I show the V mix app, it gets kind of weird. I wish there was a better way to do it. I think maybe if, oh, mother, I just, I just screwed up. I just screwed up. Okay. It's back. Chase. Uh, I think maybe if I duplicated it and then just took that off. Uh, oh, did it again. Okay, you know what, Lavinac? Just, just stop. Just stop. Stop. Stop it. Okay. I have no... Oh, there it goes. All right, it's back. Oh, no. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Son of a gun. What has happened this whole... I just derailed the whole show. Look at my dumb ass. Derailed the whole show. There it goes. Okay. Uh, say hi. What's up, Rudy Ross? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance, back up. Um, let's see. Okay, let's just let's just get into uh, this film session because we haven't done a film session in a long, long time. I wanted to get to it yesterday. Three ten. Do you guys want to do a film session or do you want to talk about NFL Coach of the Year possibilities? Your choice, chat. Oh, let's look at our poll real quick. Let's get our results. And uh, and then and then. Uh, I'll do a new poll and see if you guys want to do film session or uh, <clears throat> or uh, what's it called? Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, coach, coach of the year. So here it is. Here is the poll. <sighs> Would you want Trevor Bauer on your team now that he's been released from the Dodgers? 67% of you said no. We only had 18 votes. There's like 50 of you watching. 18 of you voted. That's what's wrong with this country today. You got a bunch of lazy pollsters, a bunch of lazy voters. Six of you said yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, oh, does it do a vote breakdown? Oh, that's it. I thought it would like tell me who voted what. Nope, it doesn't. It doesn't tell you that at all. Um, all right, so let's see. Film slash film slash film slash film film film. I kind of I kind of knew the answer to that question already. I kind of knew you guys would rather do a film session. Oh, my God. Mike McCarthy? Jesus, Total Dallas, do you, do you ever, do you live in a world that's not delusional? Do you, do you somehow, is there a world you live in that's not delusional that isn't evolved or, or, or revolves around a, a weird obsession? Like, I love my sports teams, but when they suck, I'm going to call it like that. You really think Mike McCarthy? Come on, fam. 
You really? I just, I'm so disgusted with you right now. Mike McCarthy. Bro, Eastery votes no on Bauer. You'd have to have a big hug for TD. No, don't give him a hug. He doesn't deserve it. Just coming in here spewing that cowboy nonsense for no reason. I mean, yeah, pump them up because they're a favorite on the road against the GOAT. Let's pump that up. But don't give me that Mike McCarthy coach of the year bullshit. Scram beat it, kid. All right, it's time for a, what the hell? Oh, my ring's going off. It's time for a film session. And now it's time for a film session. All right, let me make sure I'm not uh, being robbed right now on my ring. Oh, I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the cat food. Hey, good job. Thank you. I didn't tell them that. Uh, but yeah, they brought the cat food got delivered. Nice. These cats, man, they're just hungry bitches. We have to get cat food delivered every uh, two weeks. That's how much these sons of bitches eat. It's ridiculous. Uh, okay, hold on. Sorry. I don't know who that call is. Get out of here. Scram beat it. Okay. All right, let's do the film session. So I didn't get to get to this yesterday. Now, look, I said yesterday, I warned you yesterday. It's pretty violent. It's uh, it's pretty ugly. Okay. So if you're squeamish, if you, uh, if you can't handle violence, you know, I... You might, you might want to, um, I don't know, look away because this is, this is going to get pretty, pretty, pretty disgusting. This film session. And for those of you new to the program that don't know, film session started way back when, when the show first started, I would do an hour by myself. Then I'd have a guest, but the first hour we would just look at crazy videos from the internet and it was fun. And, uh, it kind of evolved into, uh, this thing that we called film session. And I started breaking the videos down and then I started breaking down fight videos. And that's kind of what everybody gravitated to. That was their favorite. So now it's just become film sessions or just me breaking down fights in the street, uh, with, you know, whatever. So film sessions still white. No, it's yellow. Am I on the wrong page here? No, it's, it's, it's yellow. You're behind. You're done. Uh, all right, so here we go. Here is your film session uh, for the day. Now, the way we do this is we always we always watch it all the way through, and then we discuss uh, what happens. So let's just watch it all the way through, and then we'll go from there. Okay, these boys squared up. Let's go. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Oh, the humanity! Oh, no! Ah, oh, it's so violent. Tell me when it's over. Oh, God. Oh, oh that makes me sick. Oh, that makes me sick. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh Cece said, can you make it bigger? No, I can't put that violence. I can't put that violence on the screen. 
It would look weird, I think, if I use the other templates, CC, because if it's, it's a vertical recorded video. Uh, so it would take me like I could make it, but it would take me like five to seven minutes to, to make it larger. Um, and we just don't have that kind of time, if I'm being honest. But uh, it's pretty brutal actually pretty pretty disgusting so let's break it down let's find out how can you avoid getting beat up like the man in the pink b hannon said are they slap boxing donna said expand to your screen uh i thought it was going to be a sexy film session unsub shoot <laughs> <laughs> that's how dick willie fights donna said boy he is patting the fuck out of that dude's ear I mean, Jen, not Don. I'm sorry, Jen. Jen said, boy, he is patting the fuck out of that dude's ear. He really was. Um, maybe, you know what? Maybe I can try to do this. Let me, uh, I mean, I don't. Okay, this just screwed it all up. Damn it, Cece. <laughs> this, that's how Reyes would fight. So free Reyes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny, CC. That's hilarious. i trying to zoom in on the fight. Oh, that's the wrong thing. Damn it. Let me see. Where are the layers at? There we go. There we go. So maybe if I, uh, yeah, see, it's all, it's all jacked up. I can't, CC. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so let's break down the fight. Shall we? As we always do. Here you go. So, so first of all, this guy's trying to separate the three of them, and I get it. I don't know what happened here. Uh, apparently, apparently, right in this area, you can see they look down. Something happened. Uh, this man approaches. So the guy in the pink's like, "No, no, no! If we're gonna fight, we're gonna do it in the open space where I have room to maneuver." I'm not just going to fight you with this car behind me and I have no place to run. I mean, maneuver. So let's go over here, big boy. You want some of this? Bring it on. And so he, they get over the step. Now the guy, I love the guy in the brown because he is approaching this with a sense of urgency. Watch. So the guy in the gray, the mediator. The, hey, man, let's all just be cool and talk about this guy. Every You got to have uh, somebody that does that, right? You got to have a, hey, let's just let's just be cool and talk about it guy. So, so that guy, that's the guy in the gray, but the guy in the brown is, is, there's a sense of urgency right here. He's like, get off me, get off me. I didn't untuck my, I didn't untuck my shirt under this jacket and unbutton my blouse for this just to not happen. So get off me. I'm going to, I'm going to fight with this V neck button up and my jacket with two buttons done. Um, big disadvantage there. I like the way he walks, uh, with some haste in his step, right? So here he goes, here he goes, here we go, here we go, here we go. Now, let's start from the beginning, folks, because, you know, you guys get in these fights, I want you to be able to protect yourself in the streets, especially if you come across some ruffians like this. You come across some mean guys like this, I don't want you getting your ear boxed in like that one guy. As Jen so eloquently put it, got to, I don't want your ear getting padded like that. You're such a bad, miss, bad man. Stop it. You're a bad, bad man. By the way, you can't really tell, but um, there's a, this is definitely in front of a Mexican food restaurant because there's like enchiladas and uh, nach nachadas. What the, what the fuck is a nachada, by the way? 
It's uh, it says Nachata. Look, this is my view right here, right? You see, this is I guess this is what CC wanted. Uh, but they it says Nachata. Look, let's let's uh, let's do this. No, that's not it. Hold on. Look at that menu. Look at that menu. See that? It says uh, Nachadas and Enchiladas Rojas, Enchiladas Verde, Enchilada Poblana, Enchilada Teresas. I don't know what that is. Mrs. Enchiladas? Maybe that's the name of the place. Oh, Michelada? I don't know how to say that. Michelada? Michelada? I don't know. No, it says that's not that's not what that is. I know. I <laughs> Big old Chitty said it's nachos. Well, no shit. But like, is that they don't actually call them nachos? They call them no, nochadas. Also, I didn't think nachos was like authentic Mexican food. I'm googling nachadas right now. <gasps> Nachada. Oh, it's Russian. That's not that's not at all what I thought that would be. Uh Nachada. Yeah, okay. When Nachada pictures of a hideaway. Uh Nachos na- Nakadas? No, that's uh hmm. <laughs> images, yeah, it just has nachos. Showing no, I want images for Nachadas. Oh. TripAdvisor. Nachadas on Facebook. Yeah, I don't I never heard them called that before. So I feel like it was like a made up white person thing, but I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe it's not, maybe it's not made up. Maybe it's uh maybe it's legitimate. I, I don't know. Oh snap. What have I done? Here we go. All right. So we're back to the fight. So here we go. They square up. Now watch the guy in the peak, right? He gets his dukes up, but, but at the same time he throws a slap. Now, <sighs> As soon as he threw this punch, guy in the brown jacket was like, oh, this is a dub. Watch. As soon as he throws this slap right there, that's a, that's a dub for guy in the brown. Now, guy in the gray is still like, let me break this up. Guys, can we all be friends? Let's just talk it out. And guy in the brown's like, hell no, not if he's slapping like that. You you come at me slapping like that? I'm definitely fighting you. I get my record right on this one. So now they're they're gonna they're gonna start a little slappy slap uh, with the right hand, just the lead hand. That's not really a jab, by the way. There's a couple of slaps there. Oh boy, you can just see him wound up now. Uh, guy in the brown telegraphing the straight left, and that's okay. That's the right punch to throw when your lead leg matches the lead leg of your opponent. You always throw the opposite hand. What do I mean by that? Come on, chat. We know how to fight. What do I mean by that? If your lead leg is your left leg. Right? You always want to throw this hand as the opposite. That's the that's the that's the punch that's open when you're fighting. So if you lead with your right, you throw that left hand, that straight left. That's like boxing fighting 101. So he's gearing up that straight left. And wow! Emotional damage. Damn! God, that just, that's, that's, he's got to fall. There he goes. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. He's right over there. That's such a Muhammad Ali. Man, look at him stumbling, mumbling, bumbling. Boy, like that, that straight left just dropped him. I mean, he had no recourse. Poop. I mean, he pooped him. He pooped him right there with the left hand. Just, hey, you better get off me. Poop. 
And then what I like is as he throws the left hand. Now remember, chat, we've always we've always talked about footwork. We always talked about, look, when you have footwork, you know what I mean? Like you you keep your base. You don't let your feet get too close together when you're fighting. If your feet get too close together, you get off balance, you're easy to knock over, you're easy to fall. And and sometimes footwork involves just just not twisting your own ankle. That could be important as well. Watch guy in the brown. Watch his left foot. He twists his own ankle. Watch. He's like, poop, scrap. Oh, my God, my ankle. My ankle. I cracked my own ankle. Now, he doesn't feel it because adrenaline is rushing through his veins because he's like, oh, I'm about to get my first KO in them streets, baby. Let's go. About to get that first KO in these streets. So there's i uh, I'm trying to get it on the, well, it doesn't show that frame, but he, uh, yeah, so he, so he, 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 he poops him, twisted ankle, fall down, guy in the pink, worst balance I've ever seen of anybody wearing pink or not, just the absolute worst balance. Uh, now there we go. There's Jen's patented pat, ear pat, patented, I don't really know what his thought process was here, right? So you've got him. You've got him. <laughs> Cisco. Cisco in him with that squad wipe. Squad wipe. I got a squad wipe over here. I got a squad wipe. You guys want to move in? Circle's closing in. You guys want to move in? Squad wipe. <laughs> you would have said this is Bauer versus Correa. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> the other friend is watching for outsiders, not even watching. Yeah, true. True, true, true. Uh, what did TDP say? Yeah, that's how I stumble out of CC's birthday party. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Flip says skinny cheese. I shut up, Flip. <laughs> uh, all right, that's let's see. Okay, uh, the squad white makes me miss Warzone nights, bro. We had so much fun. I know we need to get the we need to get everybody back together. I just haven't played in so long. I'd be I'd be a liability in the you know. In the zone. Uh, all right, so now we've got pink where we want him. We've we've pooped him. We we've overcome a twisted ankle, and uh, now there's he's just gonna pat his head a little bit. Now I will say this: that first pat might have bounced the head off the concrete a little bit. It wasn't even a fist; it was just a slap. But boop, nope, didn't quite make it. But now he's just slapping him. It, now there's a point. Listen, in a fight, there's two there's two courses of action you could take. One, you can slap the shit out of another man which a lot of times is considered to be super disrespectful, right? And makes them feel like less of a man. Uh, so when you slap them, they're like, eh, bitch, why'd you slap me? So there's that. Um, but then there's sometimes where you're like, well, I don't want to hurt my knuckles. So you don't, yeah, you don't. So there you go. So he's, 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 uh, he's slapping the ear. Pop, 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 as uh, Tony Woods, was it Tony Woods? No, not Tony Woods. What's the dude's name that he I hit him with that pivoty pat? That's that's what he did. He, he hit him with the, I like the noise. Listen, listen to him go. Listen. Oh. Oh. That's <laughs> I just heard the oh. Oh. Can y'all hear it? Can you hear? Hold on. Where's the where's the video? <clears throat> oh, the video. Oh. Oh. I'm gonna turn the gain up some so you guys can actually hear this. Listen. Oh, it's so great. 
It's so great. So so he's got him down. He, he pappity paps the ears. Four, five. Spanks him. He's spank. You're a naughty. You're a naughty little listener. You're a naughty ear guy. You're a naughty listener. And by the way, maybe not the best way to turtle up if you're trying to defend blows to the head. Um. So he's got like his legs open. He's got like one hand weird twisting. He looks like he's playing twister and he failed. He lost. He's got his one arm on and he's laying up under his other arm. At the very least, what you need to do is just like lay back and cover your ear. Like that's going to prevent that from happening. But don't just sit there like you're, I don't know, just getting your ears slapped. You got, he literally got his ears boxed in. You've heard of it. I'll box your ears. That's literally what was happening right there. He was booping his ears. It was terrible. Uh, oh, fuck you, House. House said you were always a liability. Kiss my ass. I mean, I kind of was. I would get distracted because of the boxes. I would hear him going off, and I'd be like, oh, I got to go loot. I got to go. I got to go get the boxes and see what's in there. But I do agree. I was always, I was always the worst. Uh, what's up? I have a good seat, homie. Um, he did forget to tap. Tony Baker. Yeah, hit him with the skibbity paps. Skibbity pap. Thank you, Amos. There you go. Amos gets it. Amos is the only one on social media. Um, so there you go. There's your uh, ultra, ultra violent uh, film session for the day. I'm sorry uh, for some of you. It was super disgusting. I know. Hey, look, you know, I warned you. You can't say I didn't warn you. Um. Yeah, it was disgusting. Alex said they should be on the undercard of slap fight. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Dana White and his wife went at it better than that. Let's be real. That one was bad. I would be embarrassed as a grown man if if that was my street fight. <laughs> I don't know. I think I would be more embarrassed even if I was the dude in the brown doing the doing the little ear pat. I think I'd be more embarrassed of that than if I just got knocked out. Like, if it's just like, pop! I mean, look, everybody's lost a fight. Ain't nobody not lost a fight. So, you know, if you knock me out, you're a better man than me. You're you're tougher. You're a better fighter. Okay. But that, I mean, you just... Don't you... Just don't, uh, mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to lose like that. Dude didn't even unbutton his jacket and he won. Uh, Hugh Dabbs said Dana White, wife versus Ray Weiss, wife. That, that's not, that's not the same. That's not the same at all. One of the worst feelings is getting, uh, getting beat, hit, and not being able to see curled up. <laughs> oh, getting beat up and not being able to see what's coming. Oh, yeah, that is a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a bad feeling. Hey, what's up, Boar Marine? That's such a true friend. He's likely, um, he's like, really, again? Yeah. Poor <laughs> Marine, I really like the effort from the guy in the gray. Right? He's like, okay, these guys are way tougher than me, obviously. They're willing to take themselves to Fist City. I'm definitely not getting to the middle of that. So sad. So, so sad. Uh, hey, don't forget, less than 30 minutes away from Kelly Eco joining the program, talking to NBA. Mostly Rockets, but we're definitely going to get into some NBA uh, as well. So uh, you don't want to miss it. I'm sorry, my phone keeps going off and my, and my ring is going off. 
Did someone come up and steal my goddamn Chewy now? What is... Well, who the fuck is... Who, who the fuck is that guy? That's sus as fuck. What is he doing? Did he turn this bitch into an Olin Mills project? What? Is bro looking at my house? That was at 323. Fam, what is you doing? Y'all, this is sus as hell. This Tell me this don't look sus as fuck. Look, this is... This, hold on. I think I can do this. I think I can pull up my phone. Show you guys my phone. Kelly Echo was a... Is that... Uh, Kelly Echo, who the fuck is that guy? First of all, it's Eco, I-K-O. I always had no Blazers talk. Yeah. Get the Glock. You get a phone call, let's rewind this show about 30 minutes. Oh, shut up, Wallace. No. Time to go get the shotgun. It's way in the... Yeah, I need to keep a gun. with. I got a friend who keeps a gun in every room in his house. That's how paranoid the dude is. He's like, I'm always ready for intruders. I'll let y'all guess who the friend is. He's been on this show before. No matter what. No matter what room I'm in. I'm like, really? You got one of the shitter? Hell yeah. I'm like, is it in the tank? He's like, uh-uh. I'm not telling you where. Bro, I'm not going to break in your house and steal all your weaponry. Uh, take pictures for insurance purposes. <laughs> Let me see if I can, uh, hold on. Let me see if I can pull this up. Let me, give me, give me, give me, give me the damn, give me, give me the damn, give me the damn. All right. So this is okay. <gasps> I think this might work guys. You guys, let's see. I'm going to show you what he did. Tell me you just don't look sus as hell. Oh, this is going to work. This is going to work. I like it. What if I put this over here? That did not work. It will not. <laughs> okay, fine then. Be that way. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, scatty hose. This is not cooperating. All right, here is, uh, this is what, this is, this is it. Here you go. So, um, I don't know if you guys can see it. Let me, let me try to make it full screen. Oh, there we go. There we go. I think I could just, uh, can I pan over? No, it won't let me pan over. This dude's sus though. Look at this. Tell me there's some, there's something sus here. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go to layers. Desktop capture. We're going to slide this. We're going to pan X. Ah, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That looks weird. That looks weird. Well, there we go. Okay. So this, here we go. All right. So this is what it looks like now. I like the window and window because I have the, <laughs> I have the show on. Let's get rid of that. All right. Now we're cooking with grease. Okay. So this is what this dude did. Oh my God, this is so slow. Okay. All right, watch him. Just watch him here. So he drops it, right? If he just looked in my door, what is what is you doing? Why'd you put your back to the camera like that, pimp? What what is you doing, fam? 
Oh, and then he's like, he scans it. But then he comes over. What is this, like Olin Mills? Come on, chat. Tell me that's not sus as fuck. Something's going on, right? Uh-oh. Should I be worried, chat? Film session of Barry beating this peeping Tom's ass. That would be a shoddy by shower if you want to shoot me while I'm shitting. Oh, nice. That's a lot of shushes. No, it was not shock. Shock doesn't. Oh, <laughs> look at Joel. Joel knows. Barry, do you got a brother? That's not. God damn it. Dre, he looked nothing like me. Nothing. You're so racist. I hate Dr. Dre on 290. Every, you can't, don't let some shit go down. Uh, Poor Marie said, maybe just taking good pictures of your package. Not yours, of course. Amazon drivers have to take pictures of the deliveries. Yeah, I know that. Damn it, Jen. Don't encourage Dr. Dre on 290. Jen said he kind of looks like you, B. No, he does. No. I understand he's taking a picture, but what I don't understand is why he took so long and put his back to the camera like that. Then he circled around, and that's when he took a picture and then scanned it and walked off. So I don't, I don't, mm, ah, if I come up missing and dead, y'all know who did it. Okay. Go to the ring. Tell Nora it's on the ring. It was not Reyes total Dallas. I hope not. I don't want to have to shoot him. Uh, get this off of my screen. Let's see. White bald glasses. It fits. Shut up. Mark up. First of all. I'm not bald. Second of all, I don't have on my glasses, so suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Suck it. Old people struggle with smartphones, Barry. Can't fish. I swear to God, I'll come through this chat and slap the fire out of you. <clears throat> all right, let's, let's do Coach of the Year. We do need to talk about this. Ah, uh, was that it? He's taking a photo. Blah, blah Amazon. Blah, 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 blah. CC said, "Go out there." He's already gone. Uh, he's the one that got written up for driving over the sprinkler head. No, he's not. Um. Okay, we're caught up. I have metal bats with socks on them. Really? Interesting. Um. <laughs> oh, the voice gave it away for Ivan. He said, "Yeah." So you get you. So you guessed it, Ivan. You knew who I was talking about. Okay, uh, same guy that ran over your sprinkler. Shut up, Jeff. Uh, he took a few selfies. Around. Okay, let's get to this. Uh, where'd he go? Damn it. Darn it to heck. I did it again. I'm in a van. Da- Bro, did I just really close that out? Okay, good. I was like, uh-uh. Now, how am I supposed to? How am I supposed to live without you? Uh, I got to get my little thing back up here. Well, that's what he said. <laughs> there we go. Now it's time for NFL Coach of the Year stuff. Because we got the... Uh, we got that done. Here's your, here's, your, here's your Coaching of the Year candidates. I want to know, chat. I want to know who you have. Who would who would be your coach of the year from this list? Okay, this is the only the only answers I'm taking. Total Dallas, sit down and shut up. Don't come at me with that bullshit. I hate you. 
God, I hate you. I want to time you out so bad. Uh, Coach of the year, who you got? Who would you take in this scenario? And I got these from The Athletic, and I think it's a pretty good list. That's why I didn't bother changing it. I don't think it's missing a name. If it is, who would you suggest that they, that they add or remove? But I think these are the ones that are the most worthy, and they have their records. Just a F O Y A Aya. Kyle Shanahan went 13 and 4. Mike Tomlin went 9 and 8. Uh, Brian Dabble went 9, 7, and 1. Nick Sirianni went 14 and 3. Uh, Doug Peterson went 9 and 8. Dan Campbell went 9 and 8. Kevin O'Connell of the Vikings went 13 and 4. And I think the 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 case that you make for each is, and if you're going to throw out a name, give me a reason. Don't just say, so Terrence said Kyle Shanahan, but tell me why. Tell me what, tell me your main, your one, you get one reason why you would vote for that coach, right? Like for me, it'd be Mike Tomlin just because I love Mike Tomlin. Now I wouldn't vote for him. I don't think you can start three and seven to be coach of the year. I think, I think it shows you pulled it out of your ass and you did a damn good coaching job. Um, but I say, I you know, what, what's your main reason? Why were you vote? Why would you vote for this guy? Like, for example, if you say Kyle Shanahan, it might be that, well, I mean, with all these struggles, you know, quarterback wise, he's the one that kind of, they never really skipped a beat. I mean, you saw Philly without, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts still did good, but Miami didn't do well. Right, I mean, Baltimore hasn't done great. So, what's the you know? So that might be your reason. I mean, it's just Kyle Shanahan. No matter what QB he plugs in there, whether it's the last pick in the draft or Garoppolo or Trey Lance, they 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 played well. Well, it was Trey Lance, but and maybe with uh, with Dan Campbell, I saw somebody say they actually have the the Lions respectable. I mean, they won their last game. They knocked the Green Bay out of the playoffs. They were they were a team that you looked at all year and thought, boy, there's something there. There's something cooking up there. Again, nine and eight. Well, I think was their uh, their final record. Not the greatest, <clears throat> um, but a but a damn good coaching job. And and they started one and six. Uh, and again, if you start one and six, it kind of for me. I mean, if you go nine and eight and it's because you win one, lose one, win one, lose one, win, eh, I can fade that a little more. But if you go one and six, it's a that's a pretty bad start. So I think you take out Mike Tomlin for me. You take out Dan Campbell for me. Uh, Brian Dabble, same thing. I mean, the, 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 the Giants were respectable, but I just don't. There's nothing sexy about nine, seven, and one. Now, what the Jags did... Um, what what Doug Peterson did with the Jags, while I I respect the hell out of it, again a two and six start, and um, but I think the big difference for them versus what the Lions did and what Mike Tomlin did after slow starts, he made the playoffs. So if I was gonna forgive a two and six starter, look past it. It would only be because you got your team into the playoffs. Not only did he get them in the playoffs, he won a division. Overtook the Titans, who started off like gangbusters. These two teams that went in completely different directions. 
So I think you eliminate Tomlin, you eliminate Dabble, you eliminate Dan Campbell, and this comes down to four men. Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, Doug Peterson, and Kevin O'Connell. That would be my final four. Let's see what you guys are saying. Um, so Sirianni, uh, Shanahan is in third QB and could legit make a deep run. Agree with Sean. Only two acceptable answers are Tomlin or Peterson, but I'm going to roll with Tomlin. Okay. Now I even want to time you out, Total Dallas. Nice, CC. Please do. Uh, Terrence said Kyle Shanahan, but I want to get his reason. I think it's Dan Campbell. They were one and six to start the season. That's a, okay, fair point, McLovin. Dan Campbell is JSC Collections one, said Dan Campbell for me. Okay. Um, he made the Lions respectable was his, was his reason. Uh, Sirianni, no one expected the Eagles to do shit. That's a great point, Mark G. Dan Campbell, because he made Hard Knocks so funny. I ain't mad at that. Uh, Terrence said because of the carousel of QBs. That's why he went with Shanahan. Lovey Smith for getting the Bears the number one pick. Okay, Mark. Jerk. Kyle Shanahan got that record with three QBs. That's a good point, Ruin. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts improves uh, improvement to MVP level. Best record on the board, too. Look at Catfish spitting facts. I like it. Uh, Alex Villanueva said Campbell because it's inspirational. Hugh Dab, Doug Peterson because you have a picture of him in the Eagles cap, but he's... Oh, is that the Eagles? I thought that was the Jags. But he's with the Jags and killing it. Jags were 3-14 and 14 in 2021. Talk about a, a, a Dan Campbell, same thing. These are two teams that picked at the top of the draft last year, and now look at them. Uh, yeah, and, and Campbell did it with golf, by the way. Uh, didn't the Lions fire a coach with the record a few years ago? I believe they did. Uh, old boy that went and is now the OC in New England. Why can't I think of his name? Y'all know I'm terrible with names. Pencil, pencil guy. Matt Patricia. Uh, Campbell not Green Bay out. He gets my vote. All right, Sean. Has Shanahan ever won? I don't believe so, Total Dallas. I wish there was a way to slap the face off Kyle Shanahan just because he looks like an ass. Okay. Um, Screw the Vikings, Mike Tomlin. Good job, award. Okay. Uh, What's up, Dick Willie? Good to see you, buddy. Ah, Peterson turned around a team that just came off the heels of a horrendous Urban Meyer experiment. Yeah, and he's got it. I mean, he's got him buying in. It took a minute, but he definitely got him buying in. Poor Marine said Dan Campbell, but didn't say why. No for Vikes coach, said Total Dallas. Okay. No way on Kevin. So no on Kevin O'Connell. You guys are out on that? I mean, as much as y'all hate Kirk Cousins, that he put up, what, 13 and four? Is that what they, yeah, 13 and four. He went 13 and four with Kirk Cousins. It's a pretty good, pretty damn good defense. But okay, if that's that's your choice, uh, Dick Willie said name Giants on the team other than Barkley and Jones still waiting. That's the coach of the year. Okay. Uh, Jags lost to the Texans, can't overcome that. Sounds cliche, but it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So that's your vote for Doug Peterson? Okay, look, I'm not, look, it's whatever, I'm not... I'm not going to tell you that, oh, that's a dumb answer. That's the wrong answer. You guys, I mean, I might disagree with you, but you have your reasons. So whatever your reason is on who you'd vote for, just say it and stick by it. I don't give a shit. I, I, again, I, I, I eliminate Tomlin and Dabble and Campbell um, just because for the reasons I stated earlier, Doug Peterson at least got his nine and eight, two and six starting team to the playoffs. That said, though, 9-8, and eight, you was a bad division. A, an amazing turnaround, don't get me wrong. 
Jags are scary. They've got a home game in the playoffs. What? But I think at the end of the day, this comes down to Kyle Shanahan and Nick Sirianni. Uh, and as much as y'all know, I'm I'm a I'm a Kirk Cousins believer. But I think it comes down to Shanahan and Sirianni. At the end of the day, um, it's a it's I mean it's tough. It's I don't want to say it's a coin flip, but Shanahan doing it with a third string quarterback. Of course, he did get help and get Christian McCaffrey. That helps. I mean that that's going to overcome a lot of, um, you know, weakness at at the at the, um, quarterback position when you have McCaffrey and Debo and you can mix it up with your offense. Um, but I just feel like Philly was the story the whole year, right? I mean, San Francisco's defense is amazing, but Philly, Jalen Hurts, the turnaround that we've seen with Jalen Hurts. Philly has been the team all year. They never really wavered. Uh, what was the final record? 13 and four also, or no, 14 and three, excuse me. Uh, no, Shanahan was 13 and four. Yeah, 14 and three. Nick Sirianni, 14 and three. Um, ow. But he's got Jalen Hurts as an MVP candidate, which is an amazing enough turnaround as it is. But it's kind of like what uh, Dick Willie said about the the, the 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 Giants. He's like, name two other Giants besides um, Barkley and Jones. I mean, honestly, how how many how many could you how many Eagles could you name in the chat right now? And it's a good football team. Don't get me wrong, and they've got talent. But these aren't sexy names like I just two names I mentioned um, for San Francisco and Dabo or, or uh, 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 Debo and Christian McCaffrey. So I think at the end of the day, just based off of what we saw all year, they only lost three games. Jalen Hurts in the lineup, not in the lineup. They really didn't have, they really didn't miss a beat in that regard. And they won a tough division. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going Nick Sirianni for coach of the year. Hold on, let me pull up something here. NFL standings. I wanted to see. I wish. Uh, did Hertz play in the Chicago game? Yes. Okay. So, so without him, without Jalen Hurts, they lost to Dallas, New Orleans, and then New York. Right? He didn't play in the Dallas game, did he? No, that was Minshew. Okay. So, oh, shut up, Michael Irvin. So, without Jalen Hurts, they go uh, one and two down the stretch. They beat the Giants, but that was Jalen Hurts comes back, right? Um, They lose to Dallas and New Orleans. Ugh, that's a tough loss. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself under Kyle Shanahan. But I still think what he's done, the resurrection that he's done with Jalen Hurts, making him an MVP. And really, we could have that discussion. Does does Jalen Hurts coming back and winning the final game of the season, clinching the number one seed, beating the Giants, um, does that prove his value of MVP? Either way, I think it speaks volumes for what Nick Sirianni has done with Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense. So, uh, end of the day, I'm going Nick Sirianni. And if you don't like it, that's tough. What's up, Wager Chasers? Good to see you, man. We're just in here talking uh, NFL Coach of the Year. He won games with Trubisky. That's a good coach. Yeah. 
I don't get the Mike Tomlin pick. What do you mean? What uh, What do you mean, Cece? You don't get the, oh the fact that he's there. Um, the fact that he's I mean he ends up nine and eight. Well, I mean, why is he in the conversation? Just because of the the way that they finished. They were three and seven. At one point, kind of like what Doug Peterson did, but that's my point. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I eliminate Tomlin because they didn't make the playoffs. All that. They end up 9-8. and eight. Dude's never had a losing record. I still say he'll, he'll go down. He should be considered one of the greatest coaches in currently in the NFL and in NFL history. But I'm, I'm not mad at you for questioning why Tomlin would be on the list. That, I, I'm not offended by that. Like, what do you mean? He deserves it. I mean, look, they started terrible. He's got a young quarterback, but that was a team that, I mean, they were trying to run Mike Tomlin out of Pittsburgh on a rail. And now they're like nine and eight. What a finish. What did they down the stretch? Who did they beat? Let's see. Let me pull it up. Uh, They were nine and eight. They were a minus 38 plus minus differential. Wow. So their sketch, uh, they started off a long, here you go. Let's see. Chrome resize. Nope, not that. Let's see. Oh, dang it. How are you going to do that to me now, boo boo face? I got to fix this. I've screwed it up. I'm trying to <sighs> placate the damn thing. Um... Why is this? Doing this. This drives me nuts, man. It really does. Oh, that's the camera. I don't understand why this isn't working. Uh, yeah, this don't make no damn sense, you guys. Oh, there we go. Fixed it. Oh, let me just take off the cropping. Hey, that works. Did it, is it working now? Can y'all see it? Okay, cool. Uh, here you go. So, I mean, they beat the Bengals in OT, but then they, you know, they lose to New England and Cleveland and New York, and those are bad teams. Those are not good football teams. Lose to Buffalo. That's fine. Beat Tampa. Lose to Miami and Philly. So they start two and six. They they beat New Orleans three and six, and they lose to Cincy. So they're they're three and seven at that point. And down the stretch, the only loss they have is on the road against Baltimore. Um, and that was <laughs> that Trubisky era, right? He had Trubisky for what? And I think somebody mentioned that in the chat. He's out here winning games with Mitch Trubisky, uh, which he really didn't. But um. I mean, I don't know. He did he who did he beat down the stretch? Indy, that don't count. Atlanta, no big deal. Carolina sucks. Vegas was trash. Baltimore without. Okay, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a. That's not great wins. I mean, I'm it. I don't hate the argument, CC. I don't. Coach of the year, not coach of the career. Uh, fair enough. But you're gonna you're gonna discount a guy that starts three and seven and ends at nine and eight. Uh, I mean, I do. Because you started three and seven. 
But that was on the list. So was Dan Campbell. So was uh, Brian Dabble. So, and Doug Peterson. So there you go. Um, but that's the seven that they had for different reasons. But I don't think that any of those guys really, I think that's a three horse race between those guys in the middle. Honestly, I, I don't, I don't see how you can give it to any, uh, uh, anybody other than those three. And you can make a case and an argument for all three of those guys. And it wouldn't be a dumb argument. It wouldn't be a dumb case. Um, Sorry, I've got to fix my my topic board again. This has got to be an easier way to do this. <clears throat> um, but I think th- if I was making the list, it wouldn't have been these seven. It probably would have been those three and Doug Peterson. So, CZ hate me so hard, please. I was literally in rage mode when I found out they were going with Trubisky to start the season because we already knew who Trubisky was. N- yeah. I mean, that's like the Panthers with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. What are you doing? You know you're going to suck. It's like the, the Texans with Davis Mills. So, um, Dick said it was a joke. Uh, oh. Why not Pete Carroll? I mean, that's a, that's a legit question, but no. I mean, what he did with Geno Smith was pretty special. All right, so there's your Coach of the Year discussion, talks amongst yourselves, debate. I'm, I'm here for a healthy debate. Uh, in the meantime, let's talk about this FTX thing that's going on because, boy, it has really wreaked some havoc on some sports uh, celebrities or figures, I guess. And not just that, but, but um, entertainers and, and popular, I guess, famous people all over. Uh, let me pull up the article for you. So if you didn't know this whole FTX thing, it was like the, the dude that owned it was considered like the king of crypto. And it was a crypto exchange thing. And you saw it everywhere. In fact, there's the FTX arena. But it they the, what the guy did to boost FTX is he went out and he tried to get as many celebrities as he could on board. And again, this was the Bitcoin um, uh, uh, NFT kind of bubble that we saw, right? By the way, who owns Bitcoin? Anybody own Bitcoin? I have a little bit. Um, and I probably wouldn't own any if it wasn't for gambling because I, you got to, the way with Bovada, you got to buy Bitcoin. So that's what I did. Uh, but the, um, the, uh, 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 the FTX thing, Tom Brady, it says the spectacular implosion of FDX has led to big investment losses for Tom Brady, uh, Robert Kraft, Giselle Bunchen. Um, it says owner just, uh, let's see, the document showed Brady, who was brand ambassador for FTX and appeared in a commercial for the company, owned over 1.1 million common shares of FTX. Meanwhile, Giselle Bunchen, Brady's ex, owns under uh, just under 700,000. Robert Kraft, who owns the Patriots, listed FTX bankruptcy document. He was listed in there um, through KPC Venture Capital. Kraft owns 110,000 Series B preferred shares, 479,000 common shares, 44,000 Series A preferred shares. Like, it's bad. These dudes took an absolute bath. And, 
good luck. I mean, this is this is the problem with doing these kinds of things where you're advertising or you're a spokesperson for somebody or you're a uh, you're the you're the face of something. The 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 problem becomes, especially in the case of FTX, where it was like, oh, this is all bullshit. This is all a, a sham and a scam. So what do you what do you do at that point? Well, I mean, you just you 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 suck it up. You take your L. You you is a loss, and you kind of go about your business, I guess. But it's a bad look. Not only is it just the money. Yeah, FTX patches were worn by umpires, Alex. I believe you're right. Here's the thing, uh, Dick Willie. It, Dick Willie said they knew this would happen. I don't think they knew this would happen. I think they knew that Bitcoin and NFTs and st- stuff like that could um, uh, 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 tank or go and, you know, it's like a stock or anything. But I don't think that they knew that the dude would be a, a a piece of garbage and all that. You know what I mean? Like that was a whole, that's a whole different thing. So I don't, I don't think that was the case. Uh, all right. I see my guy Kelly Eco's in the green room. Uh, you guys ready to talk a little NBA basketball? Let me, uh, let me center him up here. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's not centered and you guys know my, uh, what's it called? Uh, damn it. Where's the video at? Oh, there we go. Uh, it looks like I have audio for you too, Kelly. So you, you good fam. You good. Um, let me hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn it. Oh, that's not going to work. You raggedy bitch. I hate this so much. I need a producer so damn bad. It's ridiculous. Kelly, uh, you got to make big money, man. So, so we can get a producer. I need you to, I need you to help me out in that regard. You gotta, you gotta bring in big sponsors or some shit. He's like, man, if you don't get off my damn, uh, Hold on. I'm almost done, buddy. I've almost got you. Hold on. Okay. Join me on the program right now. Now, he's going to be mad. I told y'all he's going to be mad because I don't have the old one with the basketball. I, I lost it in the transition. To- don't, don't curse at me, Kelly Eco of The Athletic. Hey, what's up, buddy? Long time no see, man. Happy New Year, man. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year to you, man. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Uh, it's been a long time. How has life been treating you? You know, same old work grind, work-life balance, you know, just trying to make stuff happen. So, blessed to be alive, blessed to be healthy, you know. How long have you been with The Athletic now? You've been there for a while. Yeah, since uh, August of 2018. Wow. Good for you, man. You a senior senior writer yet? They hadn't bumped you up to senior yet? What's up with that? (laughs) Hey, man. I'm just happy to be where I am. Man, we need to get an agent. We need to get on this. Nah, you should be a senior. Oh, yeah, yeah, senior. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, all that's in the works. Yeah, yeah. We got big things coming. We got good, coming. good. I, I love hearing it, man. Well, you've been covering the Rockets since that time, 2018, uh, writing for The Athletic. So I thought, you know what? With all the drama and shit going on around the Rockets right now, probably a good time to bring you back. And missed you. Love having you on. Hopefully we can do this periodically. I know your schedule's tough and... It creates a lot of conflict, but there, there's no better source. And we still have a ton of, of uh, uh, Rockets fans in the chat. So I figured there's no better source than to go to than you to talk Rockets right. basketball. Specifically, what's going on internally? I mean, I watched some games early, not a lot, you know, uh, lately. But one thing I was kind of surprised about 
um, was some of the things that I'm seeing that's happening in the media by uh, Eric Gordon, for example, when they asked him, right. how do you feel about the improvement? And he was like, there's been no improvement, right? Uh, you saw Tar, uh, Tar Eason talking about embracing the suck. And it's like, are things this bad right now for the Rockets, Kelly? Is this a, is this a, uh, a, a, an organization in shambles? I wouldn't say shambles. I just think, you know, right now they're down pretty bad. You know, whenever you talk about the stuff they wanted to get better at over the off season in year three, if you want to call this up the rebuild, you know, you want to see improvement in a number of areas, particularly because this is the last year that they can, quote unquote, be bad. Because after this year, the Thunder have, you know, a lot of those draft rights because of the whole Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook trade. So this was the year to see a lot of improvement, you know, from a half court perspective, offensively, defensively, just from a whole total spectrum. And there, ha- there hasn't been that much improvement. You know, you look at Yes, they have become the number one team offensive rebounding. They have gotten a bit better protecting the paint. But the offense is still a mess. The defense is still a mess. You know, the body language isn't great. People, like, on the court, they look like they don't know where the shots are coming from. A lot of confusion on the floor. You know, that creeps into confidence. That creeps into, you know, just morale. And obviously, winning changes a lot of stuff. But Right now, I think they're on the eight-game losing streak. It's the longest of the season. They've lost 13 out of the last 14. It's not great. So I'm not sure because you look at their upcoming schedule. They play the Kings again. Then they play the Clippers and the Lakers. They they do have a home game against Charlotte, which you know should be a winnable game. But with the way things are going, I'm not sure where the next win is coming from. Honestly, it 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 feels really bad. And I, I you know part of me feels a little sorry for Stephen Silas because. When they went and got Steven Silas, it wasn't like, hey, you're going to be the coach that gets us through a rebuild. It was, you're going to be a coach, you're going to be the coach that takes James Harden to the next level because of what you did with Luka up in Dallas. And then he gets here, and then the whole Harden thing happens, and now all of a sudden, he is the coach that's been tasked with getting them through a rebuild. And uh, unlike the Texans, where they don't just cut bait right away, do you think that maybe the Rockets held on to him too long already? And is it stunting the growth of some of these young prospects that they have? Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, Steven was dealt a pretty bad hand. And, you know, like you said, he did think he was going to come in and get a veteran team. And, you know, this has been one of the worst rosters in the league for the past three years. So at some point, you know, you have to work with what, what, what stuff you have, but, um, at the same time, you do still want to see some shades of getting better as a group. Now, he has developed Kevin Porter Jr. from when he came from Cleveland. You know, Jay Sean Tate, KJ Martin, those guys have gotten better. Jalen Green has gotten better from year one. But from an overall perspective, the basketball doesn't look great. And, you know, you're seeing on Twitter, people are having these jokes about pass counters and trying to see how many times they can pass in the possession. And it's like really bad. And, and when you look at a rebuild from a wholesale perspective, you want to see tangible things you can hold on to because time is the biggest factor in everything because you don't know, you know, someone's patience can run thin. You, you never know what can happen down the line. So you need to get things going as quickly as you can. And right now there's been a bit of a, a pause, if, if you want to call it, in, in, in the whole in the whole stage. Now there have been individual growth. There have been some, something along the lines of that. But 
from a rebuild perspective, being the worst team in the league for threes in a row is not how you want to categorize a rebuild. Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I do think he was dealt a bad hand. But sometimes, you know what, man, if you if you coach, coach is coach, right? I mean, coach them up. Right. And and it's not like we've seen a big leap forward by any of these guys that they've gone out and gotten. And so at the end of the day, it's like you said, dude, a lot of the, the problems that you just described in your previous answer, a lot of that has to do with coaching, right? I mean, defense is all about hustle and effort, and that comes down to coaching and getting guys ready to play and wanting to play right. and – I don't know, man. It's it, it. Do you do you think he makes it through the end of the year? He being Stephen Silas, or will he be? It, <clears throat> is the seat so hot that he can't fade whatever's about to happen through through the end of the year? So, I think at the current state, I think he should be safe. I think you know there's a bit of an understanding that you know the basketball isn't great. And it needs to get better, but you know they've been through worse periods with him before, and he and he stuck around. So I don't think this is something where they're gonna rush to fire him now. If it gets to a point where they've lost 15, 16 games, then I think it could be a real danger um, because at that point, you know, you might, you might need something different, a new voice or something. But right now, even go back to last night's game for three quarters, they're in that game. The, moving the ball, you know, they're playing better. And then the fourth quarter, you know, the Kings scored 41 points. Now, how do you categorize that? Do you say, you know, you guys were good for three quarters, you were competitive for three quarters, and then the last quarter you stunk up the joint? So, you know, it's, it's hard to make those decisions based on those game-to-game situations. But, um, you know, I think his job is safe for now. But I do think that there needs to be a change in fortunes pretty quickly or if this – if this thing gets to, like I said, 13, 14, 15 game, he might not be safe. Let me ask you a question. Take last night's game, for example. If it was another coach, if it is a – and I'm going to use throw out some big names, good names, not guys that you necessarily would have, but let's yeah. say that that's Popovich. With this team, this team, the same talent, you think they suffer that kind of fourth quarter lapse? If this is Eric Spolstra um. – do they suffer that? Is this what I'm asking? Is is this just a, a a product of Silas is a really good offensive mind, but as far as a motivator and a coach and a guy who, when he has to be stern and get people's attention and stuff like that, you know <coughs> I mean like for example, go back. Kevin McHale once benched the entire starting team because of how bad they were playing, right? Uh, Steven Silas doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to do that. Is he not? Does he not? Uh, does he not have what it takes to, to to be those kind of coaches, those kind of the pops and the spolsters of the world that don't allow a collapse like that? I think he's still growing into that. And, uh, and we've seen bits and pieces of him having that mean streak that, you know, getting ejected, tossed out of a game, just yelling at guys. You know, training camp was one of the most surprising times where I heard, you know, just him yelling at the entire group for like five, ten minutes. And I had never seen that from Steven because he's a nice guy. You know, he, he has a lot of love about him. Um, some people, they want to see that mean streak. I remember Tillman Fatita saying he enjoyed seeing him get thrown out of a game and he wanted to see more of that because mm. sometimes people, people want to see that fire, that passion. Now, Stephen is, is, is always going to be a glass half full guy in terms of seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel and seeing, you know, knowing that he's in this space where he has to get these guys through and he's been the guy that they chose for the job and he chose his staff and 
You know, he has set up his team how he wants to. The results have not been great, um, and that's on him. You know, at some point, you have to do whatever you can to, to get these guys going, you know, because these are talented NBA players. They're not – it's not G League talent that we're looking at. You know, these are guys that are – that are highly, highly respected, come out, of, come out of college, come out of high school, come out of the G League. You know, they have talent. They've shown this season that they can beat some good teams. Like, they beat Milwaukee, they beat Phoenix. They, <clears throat> they've been a lot of close games with a lot of other teams. But when you look at the, the, the inner workings and the finer details of it, that's coaching. And, yeah. you know, Stephen knows he has to be better. He said on a number of occasions that, you know, there's some things that he can do better, you know, and to get those guys going. And, you know, we'll see. Uh, uh, JSC, uh, JSC collections in the, the chat said, uh, Usman Garuba needs more minutes. Uh, I do like his game. It's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a throwback, right? It's not a sexy game. He doesn't look always like the smoothest operator, but he gets shit done. You know? Yeah. Uh, thoughts, so on, thoughts on that comment? Yeah, I, I would, I would, you know, proceed with caution just because, you know, now, Jayshon Tate is back, and he does a lot of the small ball stuff that, you know, they wanted to see from Garuba, but he does it at a much higher and, you know, a much more efficient rate. So <clears throat> they have too many guys as is. So <laughs> you playing all these guys, 11, 12 guys is not going to work. So that's it's, a crazy it's hard, thing. trying to get hard enough bringing Tate back, yeah, and trying to get the minutes, but Garuba minutes, I'm not sure if it's going to go. That, and that you look at these guys individually and you're like, oh, man, I really like his game. I really like his game. I really like his game. I really like his game, right? Individually, when you mention names like Garuba, is a guy who's just going to go in and do the dirty work and get things done, right? You need those guys. Like a yeah. Chucky Hayes kind of guy, right? There's You, you mentioned yeah. Jay Sean Tate. You've got, you've got Shingun. You've got, you know, the three big names on this team right now, which is uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and and uh, Jabari Smith and, and uh, Jalen Green. And then you had, other, you know, there's other names that individually you look at it and go, I like their game, but something's not clicking. They're not gelling, or maybe it's too much of the same thing. I don't know, but it's just like you said, individually you look at this team and go, I like it. I like what I see individually. There's just no cohesion or, or uh, chemistry, right. I guess. Yeah. And, and that's been the biggest, I guess, confusion for a lot of us that watch this team because you know, some nights you watch them and you just think like, what, what, like, what's going on? Yeah. There's no, there's no yeah. cohesion. There's, 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 um, there's no. It seems like they have that. They go through practice. They go through film sessions, and they they, they see what they're doing wrong, and the lights come on. And they do the same thing again. Yeah. So it's like, at some point, something has to change. You know, you know got to be a. It got to be fault on both sides, you know, coaching and the players. You know, there has to be a whole sub because you can't have one without the other. You can't have great coaching and, and awful players. You can't have off players and, 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 and good coaching. That's not going to work. Yep. You have to have accountability on both sides of the coin. Uh, Dr. Dre on 290 said, Barry, and, and he, I know he's asking you as well, why isn't Raphael Stone getting more heat for putting this roster together? And I think it's just because of what we just said. Individually, you look at these guys and you think, look, they're not they're not necessarily a threat for a, a, four, a top four seed in the, in the Western Conference, but this is a team that's not devoid of talent. I mean, you look at some other teams and you might be like, wow, they got maybe a guy or two. You got a lot of you got a lot of decent looking guys individually, right? Or am I wrong? Right. No, no, you're right. And you know, Stone and the front office job is to acquire talent. And there's no doubt that over the last three years, they 
have acquired, you know, talented players. You know, um, you know, yeah, there have been some question marks, you know, just because of like the Dale Tice signing, that was a mess. Um, mm. And and they, they, they can take that one on the chin. Um, but they've kind of lost the right. Jabari Smith was, was a nice pick. Jalen Green was a nice pick. Getting Kevin Porter Jr. and turning him to a, a big better winner. player was, you know, getting Jason Tate for perhaps almost nothing. Drafting KJ Barton second round, getting Alperin They've gotten talented guys in there. You know, but the front office isn't... I think, I think what you're going to see is once the summer comes and they have all that cap space, I think you're going to be able to fully judge what the front office can do because then they'll be tasked on adding vets to this group. You know, this team can look a lot different if they have three or four vets that are actually playing quality minutes. No mm-hmm. respect to Bobon and, and those guys, but guys that are actually going to step in and be part of a winning rotation when you can add a big name free agent, you can add someone in a, in a trade that can come in and help these guys gel. Then you can kind of say, you know, this is what the front office done. Right now, they haven't really added anybody mm-hmm. of value from free agency or trade over the last, you know, two or three years, really, apart from the ties thing, which was a mess. But um, I, I just, I just don't think, you know, if you want to go pitchforks at the front office, I'm not sure if, if that's the thing because their their job was they were given that mess of James Harden trade. They were left with essentially nothing, you know, and they had to work from that way up. And yep. you look at the roster the day after James Harden's trade traded and the roster today, and it's pretty clear that there's some talented guys in that roster. And so none of these guys I asked for this rebuild, right? Like you're saying, like right. n- this whole this it's organization was blindsided. Yeah, and then you know you change GMs and all that. So it it's been a it's been a mess, and and they've all I think done the best they can. I think Tillman. Right. You know, one second you're like, we're so close to a championship. And the next you're like, oh, sh- shit, we're rebuilding from the s- from scratch, basically. So it's tough. And and hopefully they get it right. Let me ask you one more question. Then I'm going to let you go because I know you're busy. Is Will Eric Gordon be a rocket uh, on the last game of this season? Or is he gone by the trade deadline? I'm going to say he's gone this year. I, I think this is the year. I think um, the writing's on the wall, clearly. You know, both people, both sides want different things. You know, they've held on to each other for so long, but I just think this is going to be the year where a team comes in and the Rockets finally cave and say, look, we know you want to get out of here. Yeah. We'll do you a solid. Just like they did those, you know, PJ, PJ and James. And yeah. I think they owe so it to Eric. He's he's done a great job. I don't. I can't believe he kept his mouth shut this long. I'm. I'd be super frustrated too. So I'd have been popping off. He has been teeting that year. line though. He has. He has. He has been teeting that little line this season. He's been letting. He's been letting it fly. <laughs> what improvement? We there. There's been no improvement. I was like, damn, Eric Gordon is disgruntled. If ever there was a poster child for being disgruntled, it's him. Uh, all right, one more question from the chat, Kelly. Uh, by the way, Dr. Duran290 said, yeah, Gordon's gone. Uh, somebody asked about Ty Ty Washington. Uh, but the one I want to get to, um, Alex Villanueva wants to know, what's Kelly's opinion on a hardened possible return? Oh, okay. Um, it's interesting. It's been a rumor, um, right? I mean, I, they've been, it's been brought up on this show several times in other places. I will say it's pretty early in the process, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And 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 James has made no secret about his love for Houston. He's made no no secret about this is where he always wanted to retire. This is where he always wanted to build from you know, the ground up. This is his community. 
Um, and I think it lines up pretty perfectly with what the Rockets can do in the summer, you know, in terms of he signed the one plus one, giving him that flexibility to opt out in the summer. And the Rockets can have a ball of the cap, you know, and if if they can't attract any big name free agents, they got to spend that money somehow. So, you know, crazier things have happened. I, 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 I would never say never if, if, if you're a Rockets fan. I said of, never. Um, the only thing is, go ahead. The only thing is, like, the only thing is, you have to think about the logistics. Like, is this the best move for these guys right now? So can you compare to a Phoenix situation where you had a bunch of young guys, then you bring in a Chris Paul. Devin Booker needed Chris Paul. Yeah, exactly. To take him to that next level. So so can you compare it to maybe a Jalen Green? Does he need that James Harden kind of guy who's turned into a 20 and 10 guy automatically every night? Can, can Does he need something like that to propel his, you know, his career forward? Because this season, their efficiency has been kind of down. And, and a lot of that can be attributed to not having a traditional pass-first playmaker, right? Mm-hmm. So for someone like him who's going to be a talented guy in his league for a long time, you need guys to make the game easier for you. James is one of those guys who wants to see, in this stage of his career, he realizes he's not going to be the 30, 38, and 9 guy every night. He just has to get other guys involved and, and make the game easier for himself. So I think on paper it makes some sense. It just has to see what happens with Philly in the playoffs and and, and then how the Rockets are feeling. Okay, but the, okay, but and I so I no, I promise you that'd be the last thing. But I'm I'm confused because I thought there's no way in hell, right? Why did he leave in the <clears> first <throat> place? Then, first of all, I agree with you. I don't think they're in the position and the, where they're at in this rebuild and how much they've gone right. backwards. I think bringing him in right now is a fool's errand. But that being said, why did James leave in the first place? If if I, was it because of Fertitta? Was it? It wasn't because of of Daryl because he went and joined. What, what? Why did he leave? He left because you know they had realized that that team was capped out, and his desire to win was so bad that from the top to the bottom, you know, Daryl left, Mike D'Antoni left, you know, Chris, all those guys. Like James didn't want to be stuck. With, with leftover pieces. So he, and, and granted, you know, going to Brooklyn was a, a great thing to do in terms of playing with Durant and Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously it, it didn't work out, but at the time, who would have faulted him if, if they would have won? And, and granted, you know, that playoff series, if they beat Milwaukee, you never know what can happen. So his whole thing was to leave to try and win. You know, James doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would, you know, go on a six, seven-year perennial ring-chasing run. I, I think James was always a guy that wanted to leave, see if he could win, then, you know, circle back to Houston. You know, this is, this is his home, so this is the city that he built, you know, for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. But um, I, I just think that crazy things have happened. I'm stunned. I'm I'm literally I don't know. I'm shook, as the kids say. I'm shook. I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight, Kelly Eco. You have you have shook the foundation of my basketball belief system by telling me where there's smoke, there's fire, and Harden could be back. What? I can't do it. All right. Uh, Tell the people how they can follow you and read your amazing mailbag and all the stuff that you write about the Rockets and the NBA. And we didn't even get to talk NBA, but uh, tell the people how to find you on social media. Subscribe to the Athletic. Yep. I'm doing more stuff outside of Houston too. So NBA coverage, Tim also doing that as well. 
I'm bringing back the ecosystem podcast. You know, nice. You know, for like a little month and a half, but but we're coming back. Um, Twitter Kelly Eco, Instagram the same thing. K E L O Y I K O at Kelly Eco on Twitter and Instagram. Give the man a follow. Uh, bro, this is great. I appreciate you coming back, dude. We got to do this more often yes, throughout sir. the basketball season. Yes, sir. Definitely, man. I appreciate you. You guys, that is Kelly Eco. Go follow, go read. If you want to keep up with everything Houston Rockets related, uh, that is the man uh, with the plan to get it done. So make sure. You give him a follow. That's a good, and I want to do more of that with other guys, other writers, and I might just try to work with the athletic on getting some of these guys in throughout the season, and maybe we can rotate. What I'd love is, shoot, get on a rotation where we have guys from every city coming in a couple times a week. It'd be pretty dope. It'd be a, it'd be a, that'd be a tough get, but it'd be great. Uh, all right, so uh, there you go. That is Kelly Eco with a insight into the Rockets and beyond. I'm, sh- I'm telling y'all. I'm I'm shook. I'm stunned that he said that that's possible that James Harden come back. And I I I I poo pooed the idea. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. What a dumb notion. If anybody's gonna know, it's gonna be Kelly Eco. Uh, so there you go. All right, we got about thirty minutes left in the show. I'll be honest. I might. Uh, I might bounce out uh, a skosh early just so I can cut my hair before my gig tonight at the Houston Improv. By the way, if you were going to come and get tickets at the door, (laughs) it's sold out. It's too late for you. Uh, I will say, uh, check out my website. Uh, Also, if you just do uh, exclamation mark comedy in the chat, that'll give you my full, it'll give you a link to my comedy schedule. But if you didn't know, you can actually just go to barryisfunny.com. This is my uh, website and it's got a list of all of my upcoming shows. You can just click on shows and it will show you shows. So yeah, there's tonight. And a lot of times it's got the times and if there's tickets available, uh, you just click on that and you can get the info and the tickets. So there you go. Um, No tickets left for tonight. Sold out. So I'll see you. Yay. CC and Don are going to be there tonight. Yay. I'm so excited. Uh, so there you go. I'll be emceeing the show tonight. So unfortunately not doing a full 45 minute set, but I'm going to try to squeeze a few more minutes out of him, but, uh, it's a great lineup. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, what else are you doing on a Thursday? So come out and, uh, if you're up in the North side, uh, come out to Hopscholar with Bob Biggerstaff. There it is right there. Jan 28. If you are in Sugarland, I'm at the lounge at six on January 20th and in Texas city at the venue on Jan 19th. So there you go. There's my once a year plug of my comedy shows. I'm the worst at it on this, on this show. I never plug like I'm supposed to. I don't tell you about Patreon enough. I'm the worst, the absolute worst. All right, we're going to get to our NFL picks before we get out of here. I've done the laminator 5,000 dirty work. I've got all the info for you. However, Tony Hinchcliffe next month, baby. Oh, you going to you going to to Tony Hinchcliffe? I have mixed feelings about Tony. He's uh, he's done some good things. He's done some bad things. I don't really judge his comedy. I don't. I'm not that dude. I mean, if you asked me if I thought he was funny, I'd say. Eh. Barry, who are you working with tonight? Any heavy hitters? No, McLovin. Uh, no heavy hitters tonight. None that are like you know internationally famous or anything. It's a damn good lineup though. They're very funny. Um, but. Yeah, not a uh, not anybody where you're like, oh, he's super famous. Uh, it's Thursday is the Cosby Show night. Not, not, no, not. 
Um, thank you, Joe Pro. What's up, Joe Pro? I mean, definitely. That is definitely not Joe Pro. That is definitely not Joe Pro. Uh, what did I see? CC or Donna? Who's pulling the Fidel? <laughs> What's up, Piran Dizzle? Tony is an insanely funny writer. He is. He is a much better writer than than he gets credit for. I will agree with that. All right. I have to. Damn it! I didn't download the video. Son of a bitch. I wanted y'all to see this. Uh, maybe I can just get it off their Instagram. I got to find ESPN's Instagram. They had a video of this chick doing a rope swing. I was like, oh, hell no. And I wanted to find out, would you guys, who's the daredevils amongst the chat? Who is the, who's the crazies? And which of you would do this? So I'm going to, I thought I was pulling it up. It's taken forever. Where, how much shit do they post in a day? And why won't this, what is, I can't even, bro, they, this is driving me insane. Uh, where's the rope swing at ESPN? Show me the video. This chick did a rope swing into a waterfall. It was insane. Or back at least stupid phone call in the middle of BOD. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, if the laminator 5,000 picks Dallas, doesn't pick Dallas. I'm flipping the tables. Okay, no surprise. No surprise whatsoever that you'd be upset. Well, now I can't find it. How are we supposed to do the damn um, the damn thing if they don't? Uh, this is so funny. This was the Lions social media account. Hold on. I'll show you this one instead. We don't get to do the would you do this. This is the Lion social media account uh, right here. This is, I thought this was pretty funny. I don't like, by the way, I don't like ESPN's Instagram. It's too, uh, they're trying too hard, but whatever. This one was pretty funny. So this was Lion social media for, this is what they posted. So they had the bread there, put the L. Oh, look, it's the bears. Turn your head, Mark G. Here you go. Screw. Eating them L's. That's so funny. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. Uh, do you like NFL? Yes, Jacob. Ravens need to get Lamar back. Oh, man, I hate to spoil it for you, buddy. Yeah, we're actually about to get to NFL. In fact, since Jacob is here, welcome to the show. Welcome to the program, Jacob, if that is your real name. Uh, let's go ahead and do it. Let's talk some sports. Let's talk some uh, super wild card weekend, as the kids are calling it. Uh, just to update you, here's your Super Bowl odds. As it stood a couple days ago, Lamar is done. He wants money. You don't think he's you? You think he's doing this on purpose? Just uh, holding out? I don't know. Wager chasers. Jacob said it's my real name. I was just messing with Matt. I do that all the time. Somebody would be like, um, uh, total Dallas. If that is your real, you'll see. Just stick around. Just stick around. And if you're not following, follow. Welcome to the show. Was that, were you a first time chatter? Sure were. Do you like NFL? Love NFL. So here you go. Here's your Super Bowl odds. Uh, <clears throat> KC plus 350. Buffalo plus 400. San Fran plus 500. Eagles at 525. Bengals 800. And Dallas at plus 1600. And the rest. Ravens plus 5,000. I'm assuming you're a, you're a Ravens fan. Jacob, that's why you're asking. I mean, it's bad news. I don't think Lamar Huntley, they said, is throwing again. But if Lamar hasn't even practiced by now, 
good luck, fam. It, it ain't it ain't happening. So not good news. So let's go in order. It tells me to slow down. Uh, try following later. Really? That's super weird. Oh, maybe. Uh, hmm. Uh, Wager said, and let's be honest, Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. Re- aren't going to the Super Bowl, I'm sure. So why risk it? There are four teams for sure that'll be uh, that'll be willing to pay two hundred million. Mm, yeah. Hey, the revisionist. Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. Um, I mean, look. I think Lamar, I think he's still, here's the thing. I think you and me, guys like you and me, wager chasers and people that watch sports, but don't necessarily in the locker room. I think it's easy to say, um, I think it's easy to say, oh, he's, he's holding out for the money. Those guys want to play for each other, right? Regardless of the money. And I, 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 at the end of the day, I think, man, look at that. I think that they know he wants money, but. I think, I mean, what do what better way to get more money than to make a deep playoff run or to win an MVP or, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like Aaron Judge, right? He bet on himself and he went out and had a monster year and broke home run records. And and so I, I, I disagree in that I think he's just sitting out to sit out. I don't think he would quit on his teammates. I don't think he would quit on his coaches. I, I, I don't agree with that, Wager Chasers. Where's that bear video? Uh, it was on ESPN's Instagram. Dick Willie. It was on ESPN's Instagram. What's up, Crystal? Welcome back. Um, okay, so uh, P. Ray Nizzle said Lamar Jackson has bet on himself. Risky bet for the history of a running QB. Cousins did it, and it turned out to be a good thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, D-Mod said, I want to place a prop bet, Barry. Who do you recommend? I mean, I use Bovada, but there's a ton of places you can get it done. A ton of places. Just find the one that, you know, there's MGM has a site. Um, there's BetUS, but I've heard some bad things about them paying out. Um, I mean, you, there's there's a ton of different places. I would, uh, I mean, I, I went Bovada just because the payouts are a little easier, a little better there. But you got to go get Bitcoin, so just be prepared for that. Um, what, what do you, uh, what do you, what do you, what kind of prop bet are you wanting to, uh, you trying to do uh, what Gatorade gets dumped on the Super Bowl head coach, the winning coach, coin flip. Something like that. How long the um, anthem lasts. All right, so here is, here we go. Laminator 5000 checking in. For those of you that don't know, Laminator 5000 is my proprietary uh, gambling formula that I came up with. And um, it is just that. It's a formula. It doesn't take into account anything other than statistics it is not doesn't take into account injuries it doesn't take into account um you know who's in who's out stuff like that weather none of that it's all based on statistics right and uh just for reference this is the record this year the laminator 5000 was right 54.59 percent of the time i using the data from the laminator 5000 and adjusting for injuries and whatnot was right about 55.95% of the time. Um, if you know, that's pretty darn good. Um, 52, 53 is considered good making money in, in, in gambling parlance. So if you're a, if you're at 55, 56, you're, you're doing pretty darn good. So good year for me and the laminator 5,000. So take it with a grain of salt. That doesn't mean we're going to get any of these picks, right? could be good. It could be bad, right? 
Uh, I think he would play through injury if he was paid, though, Catfish said. Possibly, but, you know, I don't think, I think this is a lot different than, say, a college kid in a bowl game. Speaking of Lamar Jackson. Uh, Total Dallas said, I'd go with a casino site. Yeah, you could do that. Absolutely do that. Chris said, go Tampa Bay. All right, so here you go. Um, Spread in the Eagle, or sorry, the Seahawks-Niners game is 42 is the over-under. Spread is 10. Niners favored by 10. What's up, Jacob? Okay, I'm back. I think it let me follow because I got points. Oh, nice. Are you the, you're not the revisionist. Yeah, it didn't, uh, it didn't pop up as a follow, but I think you get points for watching no matter what, even if you're not following. Um, so um, Niners favored by 10. Over under is 42. The, the, the Laminator 5000 says take the over. And it was right, like right at 50% of the time. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't trust it is what I'm telling you. However, it thinks that the Seahawks should put up about 20 and that the Niners would score 25. Now, the reason why you see that the Laminator 5000 picked the Seahawks is because it thinks the final score is going to be 25-20 ers Remember, though, Seahawks are getting 10 because they're the dog. So it thinks if you, with the spread Seahawks cover, and that, that it should be uh, 30-25 if you include the points. I disagree. I think that the Niners cover the 10. Uh, I don't think it'll be much. Um, but I, 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 this is uh, the, the discrepancy plus that defense. Um, I'm, I'm rolling Niners and giving the 10. But the, the spreadsheet says take the 10. That's what the spreadsheet says. My buddy plays for Green Bay. Oh, nice. That's cool, Jacob. Uh, who's playing tonight? No games tonight. Uh, Wager Chaser says 44-17. You going 44-17 Niners? So, okay. Yeah. All right. I want to place a bet that when the Bills win the Super Bowl, Josh Allen will drink champagne from his shoe. I don't even know if they have that. All right. So, um, yeah, there's my pick. I'm going Niners. I think they cover the 10. No problem. Seattle, though. Um, I think I think Geno's. I mean, they, they squeaked in, right? They needed the Lions. This isn't a juggernaut of a team. They're, they're, there's a reason they're the seventh seed. So we'll just go with that. Now, a, a really interesting matchup. The next one, uh, Jags, Chargers. Jags at home. Um, Chargers, though, road favorite by a point and a half. Laminator 5000 says... Jags should put up about 23. Uh, Chargers should put up 21 to 22. If you round up, it's 22. So this should be a really close game by about a point. So they're, they're, if you add the point and a half, uh, that would barely, just a skosh, uh, keep it under. And so the, the spreadsheet likes the Jags. That's what the yellow means. Even if you add that point and a half, the spreadsheet says, go Jags. I, on the other hand, uh, I think Chargers cover and and that point and a half with no problem. So that's just me. Spreadsheet says take the under, which is 47 and a half is the over under what the line is set at right now for Vegas. Uh, so just depends. My my picks of the green check mark, the yellow numbers is what the spreadsheet says. So there you go. Spreadsheet's rolling. Jags, I'm rolling. Chargers, uh, given the point and a half. Dallas, total Dallas, and I go Jags straight up. Money line, that was, uh, let me see, what was the money line? So you would be, if you think Jags win just straight up, you're going to money line the Jags, it would cost you, uh, it's there at, they're at a plus 115, yeah. So 
Yeah. You'd, you'd bet 100, you get 115. Not a lot. Not a, not a ton of value if you're going to money line them right there. You're better off just taking the points, but whatevs. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and the Chargers are minus 135 money line. So let's see. You're such a square better. Who? Me? Why? Why do you say I'm a square better right is wrong? Is, is it is it bad that I'm, I'm right 56% of the time? Mm. Seahawks and Jags win. Shock the world for sure, says Dick Willie. No. Uh, Barry College football breaking news. Clemson has hired offensive coordinator Brandon Streeter. You got, you got, you got, uh, I need, I need sources, buddy. Tiger Stripes, I need sources, but that is good. Also, my name's not spelled with an E, it's an A. Damn it. Uh, I hope the Jags Chargers is a good game. I think it will be. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the postseason. So, uh, books have a 50-50, says Wager Chasers. Taking Jags money line. Okay. It's just not a lot to it. 115? <sighs> Uh, I'm going Seahawks. Hey, Forensic Tilts just subscribed. Or renewed, I should say. Seven months. Forensic Tilts says, I don't know why, but I kind of trust Doug Peterson at home. Okay. Okay. I am not, I don't, I don't blame you. Uh, Doug Peterson's done a hell of a job uh, at that turnaround. Um, You know. That's, uh, it's hard to argue. He got them a home playoff game. I just think there's something about this Chargers team. Of course, I say this every year, but I, I like this Chargers team. I like Justin Herbert. I like, I don't know. I know coaching-wise they got, it's kind of sus. But I, I just believe in the Chargers to a fault, okay, to a fault. Plus, it's the Jags. I feel like the Jags could go back to being the Jags at any moment, right? Um, oh, nice. Jacob said, I'm a semi-professional wrestling manager. Oh, that's dope. We have another wrestler in the house. I need to introduce you to heartthrob. Uh, right is wrong. Said you're on all the public sides right now. Dude, it's two. I mean, first of all, there's only, there's only six games. There's only what? Four, uh, 12 teams. And they're all playoff teams. This is not like, I mean, bro, this is what I love is that. You will judge this off of two. Do you want me to just pick who I don't believe in just so I'm not a, a square better? I I think San Francisco covers the 10. Why do you think that's crazy? Wager Chasers had it like 44 to 17 or some shit. It makes no sense. And I'm going Chargers. They're on the road. And yeah, they're a favorite, but they're giving up a point and a half on the road. That's, I don't know. And again, I take... Uh, I take the numbers that that spits out and then I evaluate it. So I don't know. I just, just to say that I'm a square better and disagree. Uh, I think Chargers more talented, but Doug P just has the boys ready. He really does. He's got them believing, right? He's got like a very Dan Campbell vibe. Like they would run through a wall for this dude. That's how I see it. Uh, There's no, there is no Jags or Chargers fans. Calm down, people. It's a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, okay. So next, uh, next on the list. There we go. Dolphins at the Bills. Giants at the Vikings. I don't know if 13 is enough. I feel like Dolphins Bills is, is setting up to be like Georgia TCU. I mean, this could be an absolute route. I, 
I don't know if 13 is enough. I know these are all professional football players. I know it's the NFL. I know 13 is a ton to give up. A ton to give up in the NFL. And maybe Mike McDaniel is an absolute genius like we thought he was at times. And and maybe Tyreek Hill, you know, you can't coach speed and all the cliches, blah, blah, blah. Jalen Waddell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Dolphins were giving up. What is it? Uh, averaging. Oh, shit. Where'd it go? Hold on. I got their stats right here. Unhide. Oh, nice. Oh, there it goes. Dolphins giving up about 24 a game. Uh, Bill's going to. I'd be surprised if the Bills weren't scoring that a game. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, unhide. Bills scoring 28 a game. Yeah, so look for him to put that up at least, right? Um, and then with no Tua, that offense is completely different. So I feel bad for the Dolphins. I thought this this year started off great for them. Um, you know, just I don't think that they Tua doesn't play and just not enough. And that's a really, really, really good Bills defense to begin with. It's the playoffs, so I just I. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. Tell me what you think. Wager Chase is 37, 30 to 7 Bills. Uh, Mostert has to go crazy for the Dolphins to have a chance. I don't think they do. Or a complete disaster by Josh Allen. That either happens. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's prone to throwing an interception or four. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll mess around. Um, But I just, I don't know. I forgot the exact number I saw, but it's in the 20 to 30% range. What? If you take all the favorite teams throughout the NFL this year, I'm pretty sure you uh, you only would win 25% of the time. Well, like I said, I mean, you, 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 you call me what you want here. This is my record for the year. And I won't, I mean, I'm not going to belabor the point because no one really gives a shit, even though you call me a square, but. Uh, this is how I did for the year. This is my record. I went 94, 74, and 6. I won 55.95. I picked 55.95 games right against the spread. Uh, you know, there was some pushes in there, but I didn't, there was one week that I didn't pick because I forgot I was on the road. So there you go. 55.95% of the time I got it right against the spread doing the same thing I'm doing in the playoffs. Cause the crazy thing to me, when you say, uh, I mean, I get it. If I'm only doing like 14 to 20% or some bullshit, or like you said, 25. Um, but I'm using math and my head to make a pick and who gives a shit if I'm, as long as I'm right, who cares if it's, lines up with the public. The public ain't going to be right 56% of the time. I promise you that. All right, I'm not defending it anymore. I said what I said. Thank you, Wager Chase. Uh, uh, the average sports better in the U.S., it wins 34% of the time. Damn. Damn. All right, here we go. So I got the bills. The um, the crazy thing is, this is why I say of the discrepancies in the spreadsheet, right? So the spreadsheet says take the Dolphins, but the spreadsheet doesn't know Tua is out and what's the weather in Buffalo and yada, 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 right? It's just formulaic. It's just statistics. So that's why the spreadsheet says take the Dolphins and the 13. Again, I'm going, I'm going uh, Buffalo. I, I'm a little nervous about it, but I just, I, the, the Dolphins are in shambles right now, sadly, with a ton of talent on that roster. 
I just feel like that this is the Bills time. I really believe that. In fact, I didn't show you all my picks all the way through. Uh, I have the Bills representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, but I also think they cover the 13, and that's what this pick is about. Who covers? All right. Vikings, Giants, Vikings at home, favored by three. Over-under is 48, by the way. Over-under and the Bills-Dolphins is 43 and a half. Uh, and spreadsheet says take the over. Like I said, it, it hit about 50% of the time, so your guess is as good as it's, I guess. Um, Giants at the Vikings, over-under is 48. Vikings favored by three. Spreadsheet says these teams are dead even, that if they played, it would play to a tie. So what that means is you should take the points, which is why the spreadsheet said give me the three. It chose the Giants. That's also why I chose the Giants. I mean, we also know how Kirk Cousins is in the playoffs. Giants don't have a ton of talent, but a field goal on the road in a I'm with it. I'll take it. Um, you know, the Vikings defense was okay. Uh, nothing great. The offense, okay, nothing great. Uh, they got the job done, though. You, you can't hate on them every single week. Let me see. I'm trying to see something here. Uh, let me hide this. Because I want to see hide columns and hide columns. Minnesota averaging um, 25 points a game scored, 25 allowed on average. So, I mean, that's, you know, look, we've seen them. They got some, they got lucky. Uh, New York uh, scoring 21 a game, allowing 21 a game. These, these are dead even teams, right? I mean, that's. That's probably about a three touchdown to three touchdown game. So if you're going to give me points in a dead ass, even coin flip game, like I think that it probably is, I'll take the point. So give me the Giants spreadsheet says the same thing. And it says take the under. And I also kind of agree with that. It, it could be an ugly. This might be a boring ass football game, to be honest with you. That's, I don't know, but it certainly could. 48's a lot, though. That's one of the bigger over unders, is it not? Let's see. Uh, what was the first ones? Yeah, 42, 47 and a half is pretty big. Okay, 48, and then the others are 40 and 45. So there you go. Yeah, wager stations, I like the under for sure. I'm with you on that. Uh, the revisionist 01, how do you feel about Alexander Madison? Uh, ATTD. I don't know. What is ATTD? I don't know that. I don't know. I'm not like some of these other cats, right? So I just... Like some of these like wager chasers, forensic tilt, right is wrong. Some of these cats, uh, Papa Bane, they're like diehard gamblers. That unfortunately is not me. Um, yeah, I, I just do this. Like what you see is my knowledge of wagering and gambling. I mean, I know a little bit, but you're, I'm maxing out my, uh, I, I am maxing out my knowledge. So yeah. Hit up those guys. Go watch Book It Sports. Go hit up Forensic Tilts. Follow him. Uh, Mods, can we get something in the chat for uh, Honest to God? Go do, uh, let's see. Uh, what is it? Um, shout out. Is it is it exclamation mark? Oh, I'm there you go. Green uh, TV. I'm on Green. Oh, we're going to rate him on Green. Okay, I'm down with that. Let's see. Shout out Forensic Tilts. I don't think I got that right. I hope that worked. 
It did. Yeah, go follow. He does a bunch of that kind of shit. Like the daily uh, fantasy and the daily wagering and the, the individual. I, I don't do any of that, dude. I'm sorry. Um, but that they'll they'll probably be a much because I watch these guys do that shit all the time. Um, and I'm just more picking games. That's what I'm good at. That's what I stick to. Um, so unfortunately, no luck there. Uh, but hell, maybe they'll answer you in the chat. Wager chasers, uh, help him out. Uh, forensic tilts, where you at? Right is wrong. Chime in. Uh, he wants to know. We can we can crowdsource this. How do you feel about Alexander Madison anytime touchdown? There you go. Let him know. Uh, so that is Giants, or excuse yeah, Giants, Vikings. Um, me and the spreadsheet picking the Giants, taking the points. Uh, they're going under, and I agree with that on that one. Uh, by the way, Wager Chaser says, I don't like it. For Madison, anytime touchdown, ATTD. We we all learned something. Uh, no, you're good. Right is wrong. He said, Barry. I hope uh, I hope you didn't think I was being rude. There's two types of betting. I just called you one of the two sides. It's all good, man. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm going to defend my position. I'm going to defend myself. There's no drama. You're good, fam. I promise. You're good. I don't get upset about shit like that. I will defend myself. Uh, and I'm pretty forgiving when someone comes at me like that. For the most part, I say what I have to say. Water off a duck's back. We all move on. No big deal. I don't hold grudges for sure. Uh, all right. Last one. Then we got to get up out of here. Shit, I got to go cut my hair. I got a show tonight. The improv. Here we go. Ravens at the Bengals. Over unders 40 and a half. Since he might score that by themselves. <laughs> uh, since he favored by nine and a half, the spreadsheet. Crazy enough, I don't know why. I think I did it wrong. The spreadsheet likes the Bengals. Oh, that doesn't seem right. I had to do these by hand. I think the, I think that the spreadsheet's wrong on this. Let me let me pull it up real quick, gang. I don't want to mislead you. If you're if you'd rather go with the formula than me, I don't want to mislead you here. Hold on. Uh, I think it. I think that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. The spreadsheet picks Baltimore. I, I highlighted the wrong thing, or I didn't change it. One of the two. So my bad on that. Spreadsheet's going Baltimore. I'm going since he covers the nine and a half. I'm going since he covers the nine and a half. Uh, spreadsheet likes the over in that one, 40 and a half. Ooh, I like the under. I like the under on the 40 and a half, but I don't know. Uh, that's going to be a tough one for me. I think that's pretty close. But I like the under. Spreadsheet says 22 to 20, but that's no Lamar Jackson, so that, that, that might affect the offense quite a bit, actually. Uh, but that's also why I'm going Bengals. No Lamar Jackson's a big blow to the Ravens. Defense be damned. This is a team giving up 18 a game. That's solid. Is that the best in the playoffs? No. Uh, Buffalo, I can't believe that's the Niners. Oh, there you go. The Niners are. Okay, I thought so. So Niners giving up 16 a game. Buffalo 17. Ravens giving up 18 and a half a game on average. So the defense will do well. Lamar Jackson's the problem. And if your offense is always three and out, three and out, that's going to tax your defense. That factored into me taking or giving the nine and a half and going with the Bengals. So, um, yeah, I, I picked the, uh, I picked, I, I, I'll take the Bengals, give the points. Spreadsheet's the opposite. Spreadsheet says, says take the over. I'm, I'm going to go under on that. Um, Bucks beat the Cowboys. You think so, JSC? Okay. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Wager Chaser says over 43 and minus nine and a half. Taking it. Okay. 
Ah, I heard that you were a wrestler. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys worked that out. Yes, you guys worked that out. CJ Stroud's first name is Coleridge Bernard. Is that true? Where the hell did he get the CJ from? That's weird. Cowboys will be in Cancun next week, Dre says. Okay. Well, at least you at least you have faith in your team. All right, so let's do that last game, and then I got to get out of here. Bucks at home, a home dog. A home dog? Tom Brady's a home dog? What? Bucks at home. Um, Cowboys favorite on the road by two and a half. Over-under is 45 and a half. Let's start there. Spreadsheet says take the under. I don't know about this one. That's a little tougher for me because I don't know which Dallas defense is going to show up. I also don't know which Dak Prescott is going to show up. If it's early in the season, Dallas defense and Dak, blowout. If it's not, it could be closer than it should be or needs to be. But Dallas favored by two and a half. They're already, if you look at statistically, um, they're already outscoring uh, the Bucks. So I spreadsheet says take Dallas, give the two and a half. I tend to agree. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the two and a half if you want it, but uh I think they win by at least a field goal. I don't think this is a blowout by any stretch. And I think Tom Brady's gonna have a lot of people sweating at the end of this game. Um, but I'm gonna I've been riding with the Cowboys all year. I'm gonna believe in them. I'm going to believe in the Cowboys. I'm going to believe in Dak Prescott. Uh, Tom Brady, all the weapons in the world has done nothing with them this year, and I don't know what's going on. Uh, right is wrong. says spreadsheet is right on both. On what? The over-under and taking the Cowboys? Okay. I'm bringing a player to drink. What? Cowboys will retire Brady, Total Dallas says. Tom Brady equals booty sweat. Okay. Uh, the spreadsheet is wise. Thank you, Total Dallas. That's uh, that's good. Um, Wager Chaser says line originally was at five and a half. Public heavy on the Bucks. I'm taking Cowboys here. Too much overaction, uh, overreaction to Brady never losing. Yeah, I agree. And and Jason Garrett was all about. Well, the Cowboys are, are not good on grass. Like they don't they like they've never fucking seen grass before. Like they're all gonna be like, I don't understand what's this foreign substance we're standing on. How do you play football? I forgot. I don't think it happens. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. So, there's my picks. I got, as far as wagering goes, as far as point spreads, I'm I'm on Dallas, the Bengals, the Giants, the uh, Bills, Niners, and Chargers. Uh, straight up, just who wins? Give me the Niners. Give me the Chargers. Not uh, super confident about that. Give me the Bills. I, I think I'll take the Vikings in a squeaker, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll 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 bet with the Giants. I'll take the three points. I'll say they cover, but maybe it's uh 24-23 Vikings. So I'll I'll pick the Vikings, dumb as I am, and then I'll pick the Bengals and I'll pick the Cowboys. Just straight ups. So there you go. All right, it's time. I gotta get the hell on up out of here. Hey, that, the little uh, the little topic thing. What did you guys think for the day? Did that help some of you that got here uh, late? My little topics up top. This is the first day we've ever done it on this show. 
Um, give me give me your feedback, chat. It was cool. Thank you, Major Chasers. Did it help if you came in late? For those of you that maybe popped in late or didn't know where we're at. Uh, Jason had the job because it was Jerry Summer. There you go. CC, thank you for the six biddies. All right. Uh, Dickley said, nice top and bottom. Check your mouth. Dickley said, oh my God, Barry, come on, Cowboys do suck on grass. That, that was a weed joke. Oh, I know a weed joke when I see one, hear one, read one, or whatever. All right, you guys liked it. Okay, I'll work on trying to automate it. That's a little much, but uh, Terry fucks with it. Ruin it helped to see it coming in late. Nice. Hey, Heartthrob, thank you for the three bits. Uh, CC, thank you for the nine. For the one bit, nine. Six and the one bit. Okay. I like you like. Hey, thank you for uh, to the new follower, the revisionist. I appreciate you. Thank you for the cheers, uh, Homo Astros fan. Thank you for the resubs, Forensic Tilts, Catfish, and Rev House. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Last show of the week, so I'll see you on Monday. Enjoy the football. Go team. And uh, do me three favors before we raid them on green TV. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly love each other do it you love each other and i'll see y'all on monday bye guys great thank you for the four bits hard drop thank you for the three bits okay here we go we're rating amon green tv you say amon green tv you say be hand and pick the raid if it sucks blame him there's 23 people all right i'm starting the raid bye guys why was my wife calling me knows I'm working. Alright. Here we go. Only 23 of you, huh? Well, that works. Alright, 24. Bye, guys. Enjoy the raid. Say hi to Amon Green. Be nice. Follow. Uh, tell him to come hang out with us on Barry on Deck one day. Bye! Daddy's making a YouTube video!